Live. What is up, everybody? Boys and girls, ladies and gents, empires and rebel scum. This is level 145. Today is May 4th. So you know what that means. Happy Star Wars Day! Joining me this week are the droids that you are looking for. Those droids are... Nate. May the force be with you. Corey. Beam me up, Scotty. God. And L. There we go. Yes. We recorded on May 4th, so if you're not if you're listening to this later, you're not joining us in chat. You're a rebel scum. We don't care about you. We can blow you up. Wow. We will, the Death Star will come for you and your traitor's planet. Um, we're, I guess we know what side you've chosen. <laughs> we're, we're, we're rebels. Yeah, we're rebels. We're against Wait the minute, government. My mug's on the one side. Darth Vader's don't, cool. We don't have a cause either. I just like Darth Vader. That's really what it is. But he's not a rebel. Or is he? Wait, what? Alright, so you remember how last week we abruptly ended and remembered the Chewy, well, the vulgar cha- wrestling championship for the month? I seem, I seem to remember we did everything perfectly. No, yeah, yeah. I think, right. yeah. So there's a big old contest this month. It was like 16 man teams, Rebel and Empire. And bounty hunters were introduced. So these are huge teams. Gamer score challenge this month. Strictly gamer score. And Elza Rebel. Fufu's not competing. And Kush and I are bounty hunters that got uh what's the word? We got drafted. Paid. It technically paid. We got drafted <laughs> into the rebel team. So yeah, we are rebels. We are gamer score binging this week, and I'm sure our game showcases will show that. Oh my goodness, Will. Yet, yeah, the milestones this week, like, we always trim them down. But, like, this week, holy crap, do we have to trim them down. Let me put it this way. We have a helper doc, right, that uh, it gets everything, it sorts it, and it filters it, and uh, it's all good and dandy. It uses very fancy functions and calculations that Kush has uh, masterminded, and apparently there's like a limit in Google Sheets and we had way too many entries. Like um, <laughs> the number of records, at least at the time I looked, was this isn't entirely milestones. Like it had other some garbage in there because we use a bot in Discord and it had like a thousand records in it. It's normally like a couple hundred, I think. Yeah, like three, four, maybe. Yeah, Google Sheets wasn't happy. So uh, <clears throat> we had to change your process this week. Yeah, whenever I see this many milestones going off, I'm like, oh, the CCC is booming. It is ridiculous. Yeah. So so before we actually get to the games that you all have been playing, I just want to make one thing clear. The prequels are better than the originals. So, Nate, how was your week? What have you been playing? Uh, <laughs> podcast over? <laughs> yeah. I, uh... I can't be here, guys. This is can't work with this. Can't work with this guy. Uh, so what did I do? Um, I just wow. I was I not kn- prepared. Knew it. I was I not it. prepared for that. 
Okay. Uh, so what have I been playing? <laughs> yeah, like that. If there's one thing I could do, I could just say that Jar Jar Binks is the greatest character of all time. Well. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Um, so what I did <laughs> after ignoring that uh, is there was a free play weekend this past weekend. And I am a sucker for free play weekends because my backlog, there's just not enough. I just don't have enough games to play. So I have to play these free games. Um, uh, and override two was out. So I did the same thing with, uh, override. Uh, when override had a free play weekend, I was able to get that done in one weekend. And someone mentioned chin earlier in the pre-show and chin helped me out with some of the, uh, some of the moves, uh, that the achievements required, uh, like someone else to do a specific move and then for you to counter it or something like that. So, he and I, uh, or he helped me get my completion. I think he might have had someone else help him. Uh, but yeah, so uh, this week was Override 2. So I thought I would try it. And it is a lot like Override. Now, uh, if you don't know what that is, this is kind of like a King of Fighters typing fighting games. So you've got like your Godzilla type. You've got a whole bunch of robot types. You've got Ultraman. This is There's actually an edition of Override 2 that has Ultraman in it. Um that's you cool. also get you get newer robots. So they have more characters than they had in the first, I believe. Uh, there's a character who I don't remember from the first. Who is she, she's like a candy robot. So she can uh, shoot out like a bubble and, and get you caught in this bubble. And you just kind of float and you're kind of paralyzed. And then they can take some shots at you and stuff like that. Um, there's a uh, cool guy. He's a toaster. So he basically looks like the furnace from Home Alone. Um, and he can... Uh, ignite himself and when he's on fire he has different moves or his moves do a little bit more damage they actually spread fire to uh, the opponent and uh they've got some interesting levels uh one of them is a cake and it moves and there are environmental hazards sometimes there's lasers there's other levels with lava you can fall in there's a, a level with a trap um so there's like a kind of a river running through this town uh which runs splits the map in half and if you can get somebody in that water and you can hit this, uh, I guess like this power cell or something, it electrocutes the water and they take some damage. So the environments are, you know, varied. They're not great. Uh, the jumping uh, is okay. And like getting up to different levels in the environment, I found to be a little bit annoying. Uh, sometimes like you expect like, oh, I can jump back up to a level and not really. Some Sometimes uh, on some levels, you can't get back up. And, and that's, I guess that's part of the the fun of the level, if you will, uh, is that now you're stuck down there and people can just attack you from above. <laughs> um, so there's, there's a lot of variety in it. Uh, I didn't have to play as all the characters. You know, I was, I was trying to mainline this, get as much done as I possibly could. And um, I got a lot done. Uh, I, I didn't know going in how much would be possible. There are uh, 35 possible achievements. I was able to get 31. And, oh dang, not bad. Yeah, and most of those I was doing um just playing uh the game and kind of having fun. I do like beat 'em up games. So and I especially like beat 'em ups on free play weekends because you can just, you know, you're focused, you're getting in there, you're trying to get it done. You play with this character, you do these moves, you do that, you know, you have to meet this requirement or meet that requirement. That's just fun for me. I, I really enjoy that. Um and this game had that. Now there were a couple moves that were a little bit difficult to figure out like the description uh, didn't make much sense. Uh, there was a rock guy and 
his uh, requirement for an achievement is to hit people with so many rocks. Well, some of the levels have rocks around the levels that you can pick up like big boulders and then throw people. So it's like the question is, well, is it that, or is it this one move that he has that when it hits the ground, there's like little rocks that spray out. Well, I think it's actually that move. So TA doesn't have a whole lot of information on the achievements or it didn't at the time. I think people have been adding to it since this past weekend. So I had to go out to some other places and I found a really good uh, website that had videos of like the moves, specific moves you have to do to meet certain requirements. And and I talked about some of the more obscure things like, okay, well, how do you get to legendary influence and how do you get the maximum club influence? And and this one page was really very helpful. And I put it in the show notes and, and hopefully uh, that'll make it out to uh, the show notes. You know, if you ever decide you <laughs> want to play this game, that resource is very helpful. I mean, that uh, looks fun. Yeah, it's fun, but it's grindy. Um, I don't remember the first game being, Anywhere near this grindy. It wasn't. No. Uh, the last couple of achievements I have are for getting uh, reaching an S rank in a league for the first time. Now, the way ranks work, as you play, uh, if you win, you move forward in rank. If you lose, you just stay where you are. So that that's nice. At least you're not getting knocked back. Um, most of the time, you're able to select bots to play against. Uh, sometimes you're forced to play against actual people. Uh, and if you don't choose to, to go against bots, it's going to try to match you up with people. So every time you go into a match, you have to hit Y to say, don't just go with a bot, just go with a bot. Um, so I was actually able to automate this um, for most of the matches. So my Cronus could play for me. And it, I think it made some progress. I don't know how much progress it made. Uh, I definitely didn't get um, as much as I had hoped um, to get S League uh, for the first time. I think it's like, I think it's like three matches get you up from F to, you know, D or our F to E. And then from E to D is like five and then it's 10 or 20. Uh, so you would assume it's 30 or 40 wins you have to do each time to go up a rank. Uh, I never hit S rank. Uh, I did hit a rank um, to get the elite reputation. I think you need like a B rank in five different uh, game types. And then to get the maximum, the legendary reputation, you have to get a S, maybe it's an, I think it's an A rank in five. I never got to that point. And to reach the maximum club influence, there's a specific game type that you have to play. Uh, a win in that game type gets you two points towards your club. A loss gives you one point to your, towards your club. And the maximum influence is a thousand. So that's 500 wins that you have to do. Off in a time period. So they give you like a week or whatever to do it. Um, so it's very grindy. It wasn't possible in a weekend unless I did nothing else. Um, so yeah, for an achievement hunter, that's a completionist. You're going to want to own this. Uh, you're not going to be able to get it, um, with one free play weekend. Now I have seen these things come out on multiple free play weekends, so it's possible this could come out again and I could chip away at it again without having to pay, but it's fun while you're playing it. You know, the matches are short. Um, it, it's kind of a fun game, but it's a little too expensive uh, to justify buying it, I think. Weren't both these games uh, games of gold? The first no. one. The first one was first given one. away. Uh, a lot of people played that one because it's actually really easy to boost. Um, right. Like Kush said, uh, he's, well, he speculated that he didn't think the first one was as grindy, and it's nowhere yeah. near as grindy. This one, this one requires some skill. 
for sure. Uh, I, I actually played this one when it came out. I did not care for it as much as the first one. I don't know if it was the like the story mode they added. I, I wasn't really jiving with it. Um, yeah. I actually don't really like the dynamic stages. Like that cake one you talked about kind of feels too small, um, to be well, honest. It's actually, it actually helps when you're playing with a Cronus. Um, <laughs> Does it? It locks people Funny. in these tight hallways, so that part's good. Yeah, I don't know. So if, if I had to pick the first one or the second one, uh, even though this one has Ultraman and that's ultra cool, uh, I would have to pick the first one. Mm. Yeah, Ultraman wasn't available. You could play against him, but you couldn't play as him, so... No, no, you, you definitely can. Yeah, if you spend. Well, you have to fork out the money, but yeah, I was yeah. just saying the free play weekend. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. So that's so override you, two. Sorry, you and your nephew played. Uh, oh my gosh! Thirty-three my, hours of this game. My nephew played so many hours of this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's my oh my gosh, yeah. So it's thirty-three. That doesn't even feel right. That feels low. Um, <laughs> my nephew was playing way into the early hours of. Uh, the next day. Did you let it run until it kicked you out or did you just stop? So I had been kind of, it was on the side as I was doing work on Friday. And, um, so it it had been running for a long time and then I let it run Friday night into Saturday. And when I came back at one point, it was searching my game catalog for the letter Y, Y, Y. You always get scared when you see that, not in the game. <laughs> yeah, and I saw that. I was just like, oh, I need to go check my, need to check my purchases. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so something happened. The game crashed. And luckily, the script I was doing was harmless. Um, so I did not run it overnight again uh, after that. I got a little too worried. So I would just kind of run it during the day and check it every half hour or so. But. Yeah, and I got a lot of fun messages. That's the first time I've had fun messages uh, from <laughs> randoms uh, telling me, hey, man, you're spamming. Why do you do that? It looks boring. <laughs> like I, and yeah. half later, the same guy's like, you don't get tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> it's almost like I'm not really playing. It's almost like I'm not there. My nephew's just that good. Lots of cardio. <laughs> But yeah, that's Override 2. It's fun, um, but don't pay for it. And uh, <laughs> be aware, it's a grind. It's a real grind. All right. Uh, El, what are you, you, you definitely wouldn't want to uh, not pay for a game and have to try to get it done at the last second um, before it goes away. Yeah, I can't imagine that stress. You wouldn't want to do that, would you? Mm-mm. That sounds silly. What are you implying there, Al? I am implying that I ran into a stretch of some bad luck. Uh, like what? You all know how much I love console commands, right? I so totally much. I do. I do. I do. But, you know, as soon as there's a competition involved, I'm going to definitely do it and then pretend that it's for the competition and not because I really wanted to do it all along. So Endless Legend was leaving Game Pass. Oh, that game. Yeah. And I guess what I didn't realize is that you had to type in individual console commands for the 8 million achievements in the game. All 71 times. Yeah. 
So I was planning on waiting till midnight to do it, but I was exhausted. So I went to bed and I left the game open, hoping that would, uh, it would still be there in the morning. And it was, it was still there in the morning. So I started console commands and um, a while went by, maybe an hour, an hour. So I got up to 710 gamer score. So I got uh, 46 achievements and then the battery on the laptop went out. So a lot of times when that happens, you put the battery back in, uh, the uh, wire back in, and then just pop back up. But no, went back to the back to the uh, what do you call that screen <laughs> where you put your password in the main screen. Oh yeah, it's the homepage or something. Yeah. So long story short, I tried to boot up the game and it wouldn't boot up. I said, "Oh boy, this game's probably left Game Pass now." The error it was giving me with the error saying I have too many devices hooked up to my account. So that made no sense. Uh, so I started deleting devices and doing this and that and still wouldn't boot up. But then I'm like, wait, let me try booting up Levelhead and Levelhead didn't boot up. So it, I just, yeah. So long story short. I had a muffed completion on Endless Legend in 10. Well, if it um, makes you feel better, I mean, I didn't complete it either. Yeah, so, when we, when I, when we talked about that this game was leaving Game Pass, I'm like, okay, well, I know there's console commands. It's a strategy turn-based. I like those games, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll do the console commands for this real quick. And I started entering the console commands. And then I realized you can't copy and paste. And I also, then I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll just type. Well, I don't have a desk job. I'm not a good typer. I type very slow. And I put in four of these commands, and I'm like, man, these are only going to be 10 gamers score each. How much, how many achievements are I looking at? And I see there's 71 achievements. I went, F this. I don't care. I don't feel like sitting here doing this. I got lazy on console commands. <laughs> Wow. I you, you sure you can't copy and paste or press up to do your most recent command and edit it? Yeah, you could. <laughs> you see, I tried that with because I saw that it was it said that in the walkthrough, and it wasn't doing it for whatever reason. Like, okay. Now I, I forget what exactly what it was, but like I would hit up, and it just wasn't doing. So maybe I didn't click the right spot and then hit up or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but XNeo21X says that at one point they added an auto hotkey script. Um, it wasn't there initially, but some what someone, the? yeah, someone thought it was too much trouble to type, so they created a script for people like you. Damn it! Yeah. Oh That's man, something that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. Darn it! <laughs> I did not see that script. Thanks, Neo. Oh. oh, the fog used it. So even old people can figure it out. Wait a minute. What do you... Oh, <laughs> well, so did, the, did the game launch right into Game Pass? 
Um, uh, I'm not sure. It was, it was there for a long time, so. though. I'm going to say maybe. It's a definite maybe. Oh, man. No one told me. The fellow rebels didn't tell me about this script. May 12, 2020. Well, when I did it, I did, uh, I did, I did I the hard it way. Was. And I earned it by typing cheat codes. <laughs> well, you have a desk job. You're good at typing. I hear you typing. I edit those click clacks out <laughs> most weeks. So I know you're a good typist. I'm not. Anyway, if anyone was uh, silly enough to buy this game and wants to visit me in New York, let me know, please. Yeah, it looks like this did launch in Game Pass. Uh, it okay, came out no one bought this game, a year ago, and so it, wow. it was there for a full year. Um, you were too push. lazy to do it until now. I wasn't lazy. I was strategizing. <laughs> that's what they call it. Yeah, definitely strategizing. Let's talk about something else because I would rather talk about a game that I did play as opposed to the game that I didn't play. Actually, the game I'm going to talk about, I wish I didn't play either, is called Ultra Goodness 2. What about the first one? Fix my mic, yes. Yes, I had the wrong one set. Quiet fug. You know, typically we remind him about this oh. multiple times each week. We just, I guess, we just didn't do it this week. Uh, that's one way to think. That's one way to say it. <laughs> yeah, it's totally your guys' fault and not my guys' fault. Well, Ultra Goodness Two, for whatever reason, is a pretty popular game uh, this week. Well, that's ultra. Multiple good. friends on my friends list playing this game for whatever reason. It's annoying. Once you get to 20 games, 20 friends you can't see. Oh. I know MDP played it. I know Fug played it. You know Mental Knight was scouring the internet, uh, giving me the plot of the first game so I could be caught up. As a matter of fact, I just looked at a YouTube for the first game. It somehow looks worse than this one. Typically, that's how that's the first how games go. How improvements <laughs> work, Al. <laughs> What? How improvements work. The first game tends to not be as good as the second game. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of like the Star Wars prequels. So, Ultra Goodness <laughs> 2 is rather like a game. So, you only have to beat seven levels to get the completion. Sounds like a typical Radalika. Ask me if I kept going. <laughs> Did you keep going? Absolutely not. And why not? I did not I did not enjoy this game. Oh, well, I it took it. me way too long to figure out even what I was doing. It's a twin stick shooter. And say, it doesn't look that difficult. Yeah. Biggest problem is that it took me a little long to figure out the the, uh, the right bumper Armageddon attack. He used those on the flying guys because the flying guys killed me way too many times. I had trouble with level five. And once I did finally got level five done, level six and seven were easy. The other thing I had trouble with was trying to buy an upgrade. It was just very just kept going out of the that screen and going back to the menu every time I tried doing it. <laughs> I mean, this doesn't look like a terrible rattle like a game. Yeah, I mean it's not it's by far you, not the worst. I I you look at yeah. worst ones this week. It's just, it's just not much there. 
when how, you looked at the video saying that's going to take you 30 minutes, it took me probably an hour. I mean, it's not like super enjoyable, but it's not terrible. I, I actually started this yeah, and I don't have it's it. Weird. I don't have it finished. I, I don't know why. I guess I fell asleep. It's weird. See, like when I you stop, you see, you see on the video when, when you stop moving, the screen just stops. So it does nothing actually happens unless you're moving. It's very, it's very interesting. I'll give credit for that. And the kitty cat's very cute. So I'll say that too. You get crystals. I guess there's a roguelike element to it. Because whenever you die, you keep all the uh, crystals or coins that you collected. And <laughs> and from there, you can upgrade your kitty cat. So I got the first few upgrades. And then after I did that, it was pretty easy. But I guess I expected it to be easier. It's like, oh, 1,000G in 30 minutes. Yeah, it's not quite that. It took me about an hour. That's still not like terrible. I mean, that's longer than most rider like us have been recently. Yeah, especially since they've they've had all those uh, uh, visual novels lately. Yeah, that that issue too, Fug. Yeah, it's not highlighted well. Every time I kept trying to do it, it didn't work. I finally figured it out. All right, well, that was Ultra Goodness 2, uh, which is the biggest case of false advertising I have ever seen. <laughs> um, Corey, what have you been up to? So, yeah, Gamerscore Binge, sorry. I'm going to talk about some rats, because uh, that's basically yeah. what I've been playing. Um, I didn't have a lot to play in terms of like zits, and I don't really care for sometimes you, so I had a real big backlog of rats. So, uh, i I highlighted a good one and a bad one. The bad one being a game that should appeal to me. Like it really should appeal to me. It has muscular walking ducks, boars, and gorillas. So it, it definitely should appeal to me. And it does. It's called one escape and you're playing like three different storylines. Um, they're all, separate separated they're not like intertwined uh at least not for the little bit you have to play i did not keep playing the <laughs> game to see if they ever resolve that story uh but each character has like their own abilities um the the boar can actually attack the guards that are walking around like you're trying to escape a prison uh, some kind of prison system um and they're like they have individual levels and uh, you have to hide in the shadows and and get key cards and stuff like that uh, to do these levels. And like I was saying, each one has their own ability. I can't quite remember with the duck. I think his was double jump. I don't think the other two could have did that. Um, the boar can hit people and the gorilla can climb, climb certain walls. And so you only have to play 10 levels of each. Doesn't sound like a lot. And it's not a ton. It, I think it is a zero to one hour. Uh, however, it's a platformer game and it does not do platforming very well. Uh, there are also bl some blind jumps that caused me some pain as far as like hitting uh, an electrical field that instantly kills you and you have to do the level over. Um, there's no, not, I don't think there's any checkpoints in the level. So it's always from start to finish. You have to do um, uh, what else? Um, yeah, I just the, the platforming got to me every time. Like the electrical field that I was mentioning before, like it's like open wires on the ground and sparking electricity. Obviously, you're not supposed to touch it. 
I know I did not touch it at certain times, but if you get like, <laughs> like three pixels away from it and it still kills you, it was just so frustrating that uh, I actually just didn't even finish it the night I started it. Uh, and I had to come back to it the next night. Uh, I was just, it was that bad. And I wow. uh, kind of disappointed because this duck who has a six pack, this game should be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> this actually doesn't look awful. It doesn't look it doesn't awful, look but, it plays, but it plays it plays bad. really bad. The hit detection is terrible. Um, it just I, I think that it it could have been a little bit tighter and it would have been a little bit of a better game. Uh, but I'm glad I only had to play 30 levels. Like I said, 10 with each character. Uh, you do that and you you pretty much get all the achievements. There is one for collecting uh, the collectibles, like th- three of the collectibles with each character. Um, like they're kind of optional, but they're super easy to, to get. They're not even in every level, which is a little weird as well, but whatever. You still only have to play 10 levels, so I'll, I'll give it a pass. Uh, but that was my bad game. Um, I, I did play a good game that by theory looks way worse, especially with to your standards. Uh, foo foo. Oh and, boy. And that game is called pink man plus. And that sounds terrible. If you look at it on screen, you're just a oh, pixelated God. person. And it is another platforming game in the vein of like, um, uh, in plus and which I love in plus and it tries to do in plus and it doesn't do a terrible job. Um, and oh, so anytime you, you, you put that situation into it, you know, I'm good. And I think this game, uh, I can't even remember it right now. I think you only had to do uh, the number 30, uh, 30 levels is sticking to me, probably because of the other game. But uh, Pink Pin Plus, again, is another zero to one an hour, uh, 45 levels you have to complete. Um, and that is strictly all the achievements. Complete one level, three levels, five, 10, 15, 20, all the way to 45. Uh, so it's like you don't even need a guide, really. You just need to play the game, which is another reason why I liked it. Um, I didn't have to worry about trying to figure out a level or anything like that. It's all pretty self-explanatory. You hit the switches uh, to get through the doors and to, or to activate the last door, and you get to the end of the level. And it's very minimalistic, as you can see. Very. And, yeah, just simple platforming, trying to do what it's doing. Not It's probably not the best, but it's it's pretty good. Pretty good for what it is. So I... Think I I think I saw a documentary about this game. They uh, buried a bunch of them. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, you get, I, the, the dude kind of looks like E.T. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you knew what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. they just had the seventh anniversary or something of oh. when they dug that up. <laughs> so, yeah, See, if you're looking uh, to like... is a good word. <laughs> yeah, it's very minimal. If you're looking to pick your rats and you want to pick like the good ones or if you know if you're not going to play all of them uh, because i did play like i played several visual novels but i, I will never really gauge those as games you because i don't play i i don't even say play uh hmm. I, I don't consume them as they're intended so I, I won't ever like review them or talk about them negatively because they're just not for me and i'm not playing them the way that they're supposed to be played so if you're looking for a good one that you know you want to play it for decent gameplay uh this one is I would recommend this one to any person who likes platforming. See, I've never played N plus. 
but immediately the way this guy is like jumping around the map, especially with the double jump and whatnot, it reminds me of the other Rattleica game, Daggerhood. Um, this th- this is this is better than oh, Daggerhood. Amazing, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Uh, everything I'm trying to remember if everything was one screen levels. I think some of them uh, had uh, well this one in particular. I think this oh, one yeah. has some levels that scroll, um, but probably the majority of them uh, because you only have to do 45, and I think the game has more. Uh, the majority are just you know one screen puzzles, get in, get out kind of deal. You think it has more, but no one knows. <laughs> yeah, it, it was decent, but I, I, you know, I, I had my feel. I'm in a contest. I had to get in and get out, move on to the next game. I'll be honest. Like when I first look at that, like just the art and all that, that looks awful. That I, that's an, like an immediate. This is the off. difference between me and but you, Kenny. At, you but as I look it. at it, it doesn't look terrible. Like the game, the game itself, the gameplay, it's not terrible. But like when I see that art style, I'm out. Like it's just terrible. Yeah, the I, the minimalistic part of that game it appeals to me. I you know I, I I don't fault anything for how it looks at first. Uh, if it plays bad and looks bad, then you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a strike for that. But uh, this plays well. I'm totally fine with the art style that they chose to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, at the very first, I went, oh, this this is awful. But I can see that being fun for the probably 25 minutes that you spend on it. <laughs> and we lost that. No, we didn't. So, okay, yeah. He's back. Highlight and a low light of the week. Both rats. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Well, I guess continuing with the rat train, I'll go next. Um. So before I actually get to the rat that I played, everybody else is doing a bad and uh, and a good. So I'll do the bad first. So I have a sad xCloud story. And, well, I guess it's kind of attached to xCloud the most. So I have a buddy of mine who has... Oh, uh, what was what's the a- Apple thing? The backbone controller for his Apple phone? Yeah, I've seen the backbone. It looks decent it looks like joy cons it's actually kind of nice he he brought he showed me it he let me play uh on his phone with it it's pretty nice if you have an apple device well i have android well he also has the kishi mm-hmm. and i was telling him about that it's like oh yeah i really wanted one but i missed the sale when they were for like 40 bucks and he and he was telling me he's like oh yeah i saw that that's why i picked one up well he actually was just like you know what here you go. When's your birthday? I said October 28th. He's just like, ah, happy late birthday. And he gave me his Kishi. I'm like, really? For real? It's like, thanks. So I didn't play with it right then. I'm like, ah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I'll play with it later. I get home. I try to put it on my phone, and my phone is too big. You have the Note? I don't have the Note anymore. I now have the LG Wing. Oh, maybe the second one will be smaller. And no, LG stop. It has stopped making phones. So I know. I'm I know. Out <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. My bad. Uh, well, I'm like, well, maybe it's just my case. Maybe the case on it makes it too big. So I take the case off and I put, I tried to put it on there. It still doesn't work. I'm like, come on, man. I got the Kishi. Like I've been wanting one to be able to turn my phone into a switch basically. And I wasn't able to use it. So I'm, I'm like, 
here. You you can have it back. I'm kind I appreciate of, the doubt, sir. I'm kind of wondering like how big that phone like, is. I have the Pixel 4 XL and it so like it, oh, it fits. I mean, I take the case off of it, but it it definitely fits and it's just big as my hand. So Contro- here it's for next Xbox One controller for scale. I mean, it doesn't I I don't know, man. Like, it must you have a banana. Is it USB-C? I, Are you sure that's not the problem? Yeah, it has a USB-C. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this sucks. Because I really like this phone. I really, I really, really like this phone because you know I can, I can do that. So it's cool when watching like videos or whatever. I can play mm. two games at once. But like, it's just it's too big for the Kishi. Well, I guess it'll be there for your next phone. Yeah, so yeah, my next phone, I'm going to make sure I'm going to get one that's just a tad smaller. That way I, I can use the keyshot. Or your wife's phone. But then I'd have to use an iPhone. I don't want to use an iPhone. Oh, just well. for games. You need a burner phone. A game gaming burner phone. Yeah. Okay, you're not wrong on that. That's not a bad idea. All right, but for the, for the good, at least the good for me, I found this good. The Rider Like I game I played was Space Jacked. Have any of you guys played this? No. It's the one, well, it's not the one. It's one that I have not played, so sell me on it. But I see okay. you. I see what you're doing. Well, honestly, Nate, I thought that you would, since you are now mm-hmm. a lover of tower defense games. Not just now. I, I know. You You know, you're just all about them tower defense games now, mm-hmm. so I thought for sure you would do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Space Jacked, if you've played pixel gladiator it's kind of along the same lines of that where it's a tower strategy tower defense game but it's also shoot them up and as you can see in the video right now uh you have different enemies spawning it their aliens are coming in and you have generators they get to generate it they try to blow it up they blow up the generator you lose there's a story mode which basically is what i played through and i did some of the endless um survival to get one two of the achievements in there um, this story is basically nothing. Just it's a rat skip it. No big deal. The fun thing about this game is it kind of has the movement of like um, oh what was that game? Gravity Duck, where like you hit a button and you flip to the ceiling and then you flip down, then you flip to the ceiling and flip down, which makes this kind of interesting. Um, because you can place turrets, like some turrets go on the ceiling, some turrets go on on the floor, and you have to kind of like position them in different ways to, you know, stop the enemy advance. I mean, there's not a whole, whole lot to say about it. Like, it's a tower defense game. If you played one, you kind of played them all, just some have different mechanics. This one I enjoy because it is like the shoot em up style, even though TA doesn't list it as a shoot em up. And then it also has the movement. Um, It's definitely yeah. one of the more unique tower defense games I've seen. Yes. It is definitely more unique. And the other thing that I like about it is it's easy. Er, it, well, no, I'm sorry. It's not easy, but it is challenging. Like a lot of rats, you know, you basically get in, get out, and you're done in 20 minutes. This one, it says it's two to three hours. Maybe if you're like a god at the game, you can get this done in two, two to three hours. I I did have some troubles with it, so it did take me a little bit more, take me a little bit longer, which I'll explain what that is in a second. But like, 
I was going through the game. I was I was failing quite a bit. I'm like, you know what? Let me just let me get out. Let me just test the endless mode. Let's see how how that goes. And I think I got to I got like halfway through the, the achievements on one on one of the stages, and then I failed. I'm like, I don't feel like doing that. Let me go back to the next day or whatever. Well, I there you basically have to do 20 days or 20 stages in story mode. I think I completed. 12 or 13 of them and then I realized it just happened to pause the game I had to walk away go do something and I come back and it says like gameplay options or something like that I'm like "Mm, I wonder what that that means and I click on gameplay options and it says easy mode or hard mode I'm like sold wait what I'm like hold up now it game defaults to a hard mode I went oh man well, there was my problems. Well, now, now that might make it a little bit easier for the two to three mode or two to three hours. So I'm like, okay, well, let's just go to easy mode. Even on easy mode, the later stages still get kind of difficult. Like, like once again, I don't necessarily want this type of game to where I just get in, get out, like how Pixel Gladiator has become. I actually kind of hate the list now. I liked it better before, even though I did do it. So whatever. But like this has some challenge to it. It's it, it it's a fun game. This is actually one of my uh, favorite rats. This is definitely up on the list for me. So one of the things I'm noticing is that in the video, the guy, as you said, you have towers or you know things that damage enemies, but you're you're also shooting. It looks like yes. he's doing most of the damage. Is it? No, this I, I maybe it's just this point in the video where it's super easy, but. Yeah. I haven't really been watching watching the video, so I'm not sure what day it is. On the earlier stages, yes, he definitely does do more damage. Later on, when enemies get a little bit um, get a little bit stronger, you definitely need to up, you need to have upgraded turrets. Like your guy does, you know something, but like you really need to rely on the turrets. Yeah, the, the achievements do seem easy. Like there's only ten of them, and it looks like you don't even. Uh, I mean, if you can get the the gist of the game don't even need a guide it seems you just have to do the two acts of story mode and then get to wave eight on both of the ships and in the in in endless mode so yeah pretty self-explanatory yeah the achievement list is not very um no missables yeah there's no missables there's nothing special about the achievement list whatsoever um it's just it's just a good tower defense there's not, like I said, not much to say about it. I highly recommend it if you if you like these type of games. Cool. Except for Nate, like you I was gonna say, this. I'm just gonna go check it out. I'll check it out right after the show. No, you'd hate <laughs> it. You'd hate it. Mm-hmm. No, quite honestly, especially if Nate's newfound love for tower defenses, <laughs> you will you will probably really enjoy this day because you love shoot 'em. I don't know if he's playing it out of uh, love. <laughs> Just saying. I do. I like tower defense. I know. <laughs> he likes tower defense for the next next few weeks, and then he'll just like all of a sudden not care about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a break from him for again. If you want to, you know, kind of hurry up that love of tower defenses, you can let. You know, I can tell you how. I've I've seen the leaderboard. <laughs> it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. So I guess when a rat is two to three hours, it goes up to uh, over 1,200 TA. Oh, yeah. 
Well, it's like I said, this is this has some challenge. This isn't just press A and get a thousand gamer score. You actually have to play a little bit. I mean, you have to go in the options menu and change it to easy. Come on, <laughs> I think I think part rack. of it is I think it could be higher, but um, folks said in chat, and I can tell by the achievement list, like it is not like instant on your tag either. Um, you either have to uh, beat wave two or wave five in a certain endless mode or complete act one of story mode. So, I mean, you got to do some stuff before it's on your tag. And act one is the first 10 levels. So act one is 10 is levels one to 10. And then act two is levels one, uh, 11 to 20. And then you beat the game. Go do endless mode and get the rest of the achievements. So, yeah, that is like one thing. If you do want to like give it a shot, you can play a l- play it a little bit before you put it on your tag. And I also just realized this is a ten dollar rat. Like that's on the more expensive side, but being twice as expensive as most of them, you know, I can kind of see that because the quality is definitely there. Which is funny to say for a rat. Quality and rat usually doesn't go together. Oh, and Fog didn't like to control. See, I actually really like that. It, that made it more uh, unique. Made it stand out from all the others. Yeah. Uh, well, looks like everyone. Oh wait, no. L, what's the other game that you want to talk about? You have one more. Oh yeah, I want to talk about a non-rat that could be a rat, which is the beloved Roombo First Blood. This was brought to us by Samurai Punk. Same lovely. Lads that gave us feather. Thanks, guys. Thank you. (laughs) So Roomba is basically, uh, you are a Roomba, and burglars are breaking into the house to steal stuff. You need to hack all the items in the house to kill the burglars before they can steal stuff. It's a basic, very simple premise. There are six levels in the game, and each of the, what that basically means is um, the level itself stays the same. But yeah, level. level there's one quotes. burglar, the second burglar, there's two, and on and on until six. So mm-hmm. the achievements are basically just to use each of the different uh, things around the house to kill the burglars. And there's little bit of a grindy one at the end to kill 50 burglars total. When I was done with the six levels, I had about 20 kills. Um, this looks interesting. Yeah, it's it's yeah, not so, that interesting. <laughs> yeah, Corey didn't like it. I liked it. So, Had I not played one escape earlier, this would have made my game for worst game wow. of the week. Oof. Not, not for the fact that it's like Super terrible, but it's like El said, it's the same level. It has no replay over and over and over. I'll I'll give that. Like they had something, but they just did not go anywhere with it. They just said, "Ah, we'll just add one more enemy. Level two. Add another. Level three. Okay, that makes sense. I can see that. It's a $5 game. Uh, As you can see in the video, uh, there's an achievement for getting S+. 
which you'll easily get on the first level. You'll get the S plus, you'll get a cleaning 90%, traps 90%. You just do the first level over and over again until you basically get all the miscellaneous achievements using all the weapons. And yeah, so after you after you defeat all the burglars, then you have to clean up. You get a minute to clean the blood, <laughs> the footprints. Um, so this was another one where the video said you'll do it in a half hour, and it took me a little bit over an hour. Um, after you get, after you beat the, the game, three bonus levels open up. And one of them, the burglars are tiny, in tiny mode. Uh, one of them, I couldn't figure out what the difference was. And the third one that you're going to want to use is one where there's knives everywhere. And a big knife appears that you can one-hit kill the burglars. So you can kill them once and restart and go to retry. You know there's two big knives, right? Or, yeah, there's two big knives, but by the time you walk over to the second one... Oh, no. I got both of them. Restart. I got two kills to restart. Yeah, you got both? Yeah. Okay. I mixed it up. The one in the bathroom was fun because they would slip and uh, slip and fall in there, too. Yeah, like I said, I like the premise of the game. It's fun to see how you, different ways you can hurt the burglars, but I mean, they could have gave us some different houses or something, but it's the same layout. Same, like you don't even get new like things to hacks. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you see how you're hacking right here, the coffee pot. The coffee pot, of course, uh, makes the burglar bleed and convulse. It also has this weird thing at the end where after you kill the last burglar, you have an, a minute to clean up the blood, and you get a percentage. I don't know why you get that. I guess that gives you your your rank for the level. Otherwise, it's pointless. Like you can't fail if you don't do it. It's a, yeah, it's pointless only in the sense that you're if you're doing a good job, you're killing them all throughout the house, and you're not going to do well within that minute. For the achievement to get over ninety percent, you just want to keep the burglar contained to one part of the house. Mm, yeah. yeah. The completion's easy enough, and it's uh, it's different, I'll say that much. This is also like a fun idea. It's different. I don't see any stairs that you can fall down, so it's not really like a Roomba. <laughs> well, That's no, true. it's a, it, it's it, a Roomba. Oh, it is funny because um, last last week we were talking about Home Alone <laughs> on NES, and this this isn't too far off from that game. The the burglars come in, and you have to kill them with traps. So I was talking about that kind of stuff last week. So is there an achievement for running out of battery like three inches from the recharge unit? Because that's where I'll find <laughs> uh, the Roomba. I'll find it like it died. I've never used a real one, so oh, okay. it sounds like you have experience with this stuff. <laughs> uh, an old one. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say my Roomba never fell down the steps. Oh uh, yeah, there you just I killed two people it. with that TV. There's the achievement uh, for killing two with one thing. It's the quote unquote hardest one. Yeah. Well, I'd recommend it if you want a five dollar game. It's I found it more enjoyable than Rats and some other easier games. Okay, probably didn't have as much. Uh, Development time as some others, but we'll get a full-fledged sequel. <laughs> maybe uh, it'll have two levels. Maybe it'll have two levels. 
Yeah, Saucy, that's gross. And you're gross. And the Patriots suck. <laughs> All right. Well, let's continue on. Let's get into the news topics. Although, it's kind of light this week of stuff that's really to talk about. The one thing that we have on here... Uh, is there a problem, Mike? Okay, yeah. Um, one thing that we do have in here is that Fall Guys, unfortunately, has been delayed indefinitely for Xbox. I imagine only Corey and I are the ones that care about this. But this, see, this sucks because this could yeah, be actually a good pre-show game. Oh, absolutely. So you're saying it's buggy and it won't load and <laughs> it'll always have an update. Uh, I hope not. I hope this actually does, you know, load properly. But yeah, like, because so, so I mean, the thing with it is that it's, I mean, it's not a dead game, but it's not, it's not growing. I don't think. It's kind of probably no. it's probably going in the opposite direction if we're being real, and the longer they hold off, uh, the worse it's going to get, and it's not going to be super great if they charge money for it. That's the part I'm worried about. Like I would pay money for it, but oh, at this point, it. I think that I would be in lobbies with the same hundred people probably because <laughs> uh, it's like twenty bucks, but. If they put it in Game Pass or did games with gold, it would do well enough to be fine. Uh, the the problem is, uh, just will they do that? And then when will it come out? It, it does sound like it's it's not going to be not happening. I think it will happen. Uh, they they mentioned Switch in the uh, in the the release as well. I definitely don't think those are markets that they just want to give up on. Uh, so I definitely will think it, it's going to come. And it sounds like the problem that they're working on is the cross-play feature. So when it comes, it will be with PC and PlayStation people. Uh, I'm pretty sure those markets are already not playing together. So I, I don't know why they couldn't go ahead and release it and just do an update. But I guess they just want to do it all at once, which I guess is understandable. But I don't know. I I'm ready for the game. Um, I... Played it on PC for a good bit when it came out, but I haven't really touched it since. The achievements, they're, they're, they'll be mostly fine uh, unless they change them. But yeah, it, it needs to come out before it's too dead. Yeah, the the crossplay is something that is absolutely needed, and this is like the a prime prime example of a game that should be in Game Pass. Yeah. Now, one thing that Doughboy just kind of gave me a little thought on, because he said, as long as I can keep my costumes, I'll buy it again. Um, it, if not, if they can implement not only cross play, but cross progression that I will wait for, because I'm thinking when I said it way back when, you know, hey, achievements will automatically pop. So that would be good. That would if be that cool. happens. Does Rocket League do that? Um, good point. I don't know. I think I don't know. Um, I want to say yes. I want to. I I feel like I did. I did remember here, or I do remember hearing um another podcast or somebody talk about 
how all their stuff on like the computer or whatever it carries over. And just because off the top of my head, I can't think of anything that transfers from platform to platform with collectibles. But then again, I don't play that many things on multi-plat. You know, I have it on Xbox and I play it there. It's an exclusive and I play it on PlayStation. And to be more specific, why this is being delayed, Mediatonic got del- got acquired by Epic Games, who also owns Rocket League. That's why Rocket League up, I, I assume. So they now have a new engine, new staff, all that kind of stuff. So now they're trying to, you know, re update the game. Absolutely. I only mentioned it because it's, you know, it's another very popular across platforms. Absolutely nothing to do with uh, the fantastic job that they did with Gears Pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Um. Hey, Harley. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's. Going you see us right playing now. ladders, Harley? That was fun before the show. Oh yeah, that was real fun. Ladders by Paugi. Like those Paugi games. Do you now? Yeah, because uh, you get to see Corey do like words and stuff. He turns into a thesaurus right before eyes. Word math. Comes to achievement <laughs> when it comes to achievements, he's definitely a wordsmith. That's one way to put it. Yeah, that was the game Smith. before we before we started recording a podcast. That was um, it was something. <laughs> but next next thing we want to point out for news. And this isn't really news. This is more just a community thing. If you're listening to us live, or you listen to uh, listening to us when the day in a few days after this drops, um, Devin Vulgar Latin just wanted to let everybody know that the next community day will be this Friday. Uh, crap, I should got the date. Five, May seventh, and it'll be Battlefront two. So if, once again, in honor of Star Wars, we'll be playing. He'll be playing Battlefront two. If you if you want to play that with him, join up. Uh, there will be like a alert in the Discord saying when he's ready to party up and all that. May uh, the seventh be with you. Make sure you download an update before you get on. Just just saying. Yeah, cool. Uh, shoot, when does he stream? I I'm, I'm sorry, Devin. It's like <laughs> eight p.m. Central Time. Yeah, it's when he starts. Yeah, that sounds right. So like nine Eastern, and there's yeah. always a a faithful group there. So uh, if you're if you're new, thinking maybe you won't be too many people, yeah, there's always a group there that uh, just kind of plop right in there and get into the game. Should be a good time. And Battlefront can hold like a lot of people, right? I'm thinking thirty two. Like I'm well, there's a limit to party sizes, but. Can it do like the well, whole party? I I think it's like a sixteen uh, versus sixteen. I mean, yeah, we can't put thirty two people in a party, but I'm pretty sure Xbox Live parties are sixteen people, so you can the- theoretically have an entire party in at once. But with that, let's go on to sales. I didn't see anything this week that really stood out to me. 
But I can see that Nate has a couple of things. No surprise that he wants to recommend. <laughs> so there is a game. Uh, I don't know if we ever talked about this. Moving out. Uh, so it is on sale. It just left Game Pass. It's twelve fifty down from twenty five. Uh, of course, you know what this game is. Um, if you haven't purchased it and somehow you didn't, you know, get the FOMO notice, uh, maybe you can pick it up now. Uh, the Pillar Puzzle Escape six ninety nine down from ten. Not a huge sale, uh, but this is a puzzle game. It's from East Asia Soft. Now I know what you're thinking. Why are you recommending East Asia Soft? That's L's job. Um, well, it, it looks like, um, it looks like a, a fun kind of easier version of the witness. Uh, it looks like it's an entire puzzle game from the aspect of the entire game is a puzzle. You're in it and you're trying to go from place to place and it's just puzzle after puzzle after puzzle. Um, now of course I have not played the witness. I've not played the pillar puzzle escape either, but, uh, that's the impression that I'm getting from it. And finally, uh, a game called Terratopia. This is 750 down from 15. It's an action adventure, and it's also from East Asia Soft. Um, this game, it just it appeals to me. Uh, it looks like a fun 3D action adventure. Um, and that's, I mean, TA calls it action adventure, but this actually looks like a. Oh, looks like it could be fun. Looks it looks better than your usual East Asia Soft. It's not a shmup. Uh, you're not in a ship with uh, panels running down the side of your screen that have static images. Uh, so this looks interesting. What about you, Corey? Yep. So this actually week had a, like a lot of uh, Metroidvania games on sale, and so I picked uh, I picked one. That is definitely one, and one that is kind of on the edge. We're kind of talking about it in Discord a little bit. But Mabel and the Wood is it is a defined Metroidvania game by the developer. Um, it seems to be some, some discussion on whether it's just a platformer or if it's really a Metroidvania. It is super cheap, $3.74. I think I'm going to dip my toes in that just in case um, there's been several games that I have missed out on super cheap in the past that turn a new leaf and suddenly they're Metroidvania games on TA. Hello, feudal alloy. So I don't think I'm going to miss out on this one. And then another one that was in games pass and is now gone is Yoko's Island Express. Uh, we've talked about it to high praises many times before, but if you missed out on it, uh, uh, if, if you're kind of getting into Vayners or you're just looking for a kind of a palate cleanser of a game, uh, this one's $5. I think it's normally $20. Uh, super good game. And uh, it, it takes pinball and exploration and puts them together. So it, I don't know, it's a crazy mashup that somehow works. And I really like it. So yeah, five bucks. Uh, you got anything, L, that you uh, are buying or planning to buy? Um, I saw a few. We were looking for some easy ones that you didn't get yet for some reason. Uh, like Abzu, I know it was games will go for a while, or in Game Pass, actually. That's five bucks. That's not bad. Summer with the Shiba Inu for Chesno. Five dollars now. 
easy visual novel completion. Uh, we have Grizzland, which was the opposite, had the Vayner tag removed, but that's an easy completion for 250. And I had my eye on Iconoclast. I've heard that's a good Vayner, but doesn't have a lot of people started for some reason. I always thought that game had a good reputation. Like only Koosh played it, really. All right, is that it? Oh, I was waiting for Koosh to jump in. Sorry, I'm dealing with something else. Oh, Koosh, what are your thoughts on Iconoclasts? Iconoclast. Well, I seem to remember talking about it on an episode that is less than 145. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we gave it a little bit of a review. Yeah, I think yeah. I gave it a little bit of a review. A review, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think I gave that the full review treatment. Um, let me go listen to that real quick, and I will get back to you. Um, it is a difficult completion, uh, as far as yeah, Metroidvania. Yeah, it reminds me. Well, I really like the art style. It, it kind of reminded me of like a. You know, remember when Square Enix used to be good? Um, it reminded me a little Super bit. Nintendo. <laughs> it reminded me of that. Uh, those days that are past. Um, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the exploration, solving the puzzles, um, the power ups. Um, their power up system is different in that you can craft your own power ups. So there's not like uh, an ice beam or, you know, a dash move. You have your choice of powers and you can equip, I think three at a time. It's been a long time. So sorry if I'm wrong. Um, the, thing that would keep completionists from completing this game is the difficulty. Uh, and that is, there's one achievement for beating challenge mode. Uh, and in that mode, um, you take a whole lot of damage. Uh, you don't really have health. You basically have shields. And starting at the, the game off, you have one hit. So you have to be, it helps if you're familiar with the game. Um, you can add uh, power-ups that give you, uh, I think, up to three hits. But there is a boss, there might be a couple instances, it's been a while, uh, there's at least one boss encounter where you have to switch with another character, and that character doesn't get your upgrades. So while you're you, I think you get up to three hits. While you're this other character, one hit, and it's go back to checkpoint and do it over and over again. So the nice thing is that there, there are a lot of checkpoints, and you can keep you know working from that, um, or save points. I don't think it's necessarily a checkpoint. Um but yeah, it's going to be a hard completion. So if you're not if you're not bothered by that, it is a fun game. Uh, I enjoyed it. The story is a little bit weird. Um, but yeah, it's worth the money. Eight dollars. Yeah, the money. eight bucks down from twenty. It looks like the difficulty, quite frankly, kept people away. Only four hundred fifty-five starters. You sound amazing, Kenny. Um, lost my train of thought thanks to you <laughs> I was going to say uh, just in our community uh, seems to have a lot of people that will snag up any and all Metroidvanias so curious 
when it will be Iconoclast's month, probably not for a while. All right. All right. Uh, well, we have those games are on sale. Well, now we have some games of gold stuff. Um, first game, May 1st to the 31st, is Armello. You can't hear me. I can hear you. Foo -foo. <laughs> hmm. Wait, are we good? I can hear you. You're fine. Okay. Shut up, Saucy can hear you too. Can Nate hear me? Uh, can Pete? Can Pete Hart hear you? <laughs> it's just L again. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. All right. Yeah, I'm just going to continue. This is great. This is going awesome. Uh yes, Armello, May first to thirty first. This is a strategy turn based card game. Uh, card, card and board game on TA. This sounds sounds right. I don't know how. I'll probably check this one out. I know I already downloaded it. Um, next game, May sixteenth to June fifteenth, is Dungeons Three. Uh, I, I I don't recommend that. Don't play that. Dungeon Siege Three. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I said don't get it confused with Dungeon oh, Siege. Oh, oops. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that, bad L. It's, it's yeah, been a horrible yeah. week for you. I'm sorry. You've been thinking all week. It's Dungeon Siege 3. It's not. Yeah, don't recommend Yeah, I went that. back to listen, and I definitely did indeed say that. I didn't remember saying it. <laughs> um, and then on the 360 side is Lego Batman. Also, I really don't recommend that. That is an awful game. May 1st to the 15th. And then May 16th through the 31st, I'll be like one of four people in the Discord probably that, that's happy about this one. But Tropico 4, it's a simulation management game. Pitar, bat me up on this one. Because I know you, at least you'll like it. Hey. I don't know if anybody else will like it. Thank you, Pitar. I think Mattism likes it too. So, Hey, Mattism. He's, he's in the, uh, the Sim Club. Right, exactly. Yeah, the ba Lego Batman, yeah, I just... I don't much care about that. I don't like Lego games. In four years, when Oliver gets, old, gets older, you know, then I'll care about them. Then I'll be happy that I'm getting Lego games. As of right now, I don't. I don't care. But along with that, we have Game Pass news because Game Pass isn't, you know, an amazing deal already. So let's just keep adding games to it. We have Dragon's Quest Builders Two. I have absolutely no idea what this is. It is uh, right. Minecraft with story. Ah, okay. There we go. That is out today on console and PC. Coming soon on May 6th, FIFA 21 with the console and PC. Outlast 2 for cloud console and PC. And Steep for cloud and console. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that. That was one of those games where I've been tempted to buy before on sale. Glad I've been cheap. Now I get it for free on Game Pass. Free Is that a teabag simulator? Um, uh, no, I'm not going to humor that. It's the only time I ever used it. I can't hear Al's mic. 
<laughs> <laughs> on May 13th, we have Final Fantasy X and X2 HD remaster on the console and PC. I'm excited for that. I imagine L is looking forward to that. Sure. Okay, maybe not. Um, we have Just Cause Reloaded on cloud, console, and PC. Why would anyone play that game? Just Cause. <laughs> we have Psychonauts. Your voice Kenny. Congrats. Oof. We have Psychonauts on the cloud, console, and PC. Now, I asked my buddy Tim if this was going to have achievements, and he has not yet Tim replied. S. Yeah, Tim S. Uh, <laughs> and he has not yet replied. Uh, if he does, I will get back to you. Uh, I'm a little worried this is going to be just uh, you know the OG game, but man, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't I I great? believe, okay? You believe? I believe that this will be a different version. The... I, it could be the OG version, but since it says it's coming to PC, I don't believe it's that version. Now, we, they could bring a version of PC that doesn't have achievements, but yeah. uh, this exists on PlayStation 4 with achievements. It exists on Steam with achievements. We should get those versions. That's the version we want. I'll check my Twitter to see if he hit me back. I believe oh, like they, they released a trailer, and it's all widescreen, which the original Xbox I don't think was widescreen. So... I mean, there's hope. So you're Don't saying give me hope. I, Don't give me your, I'm giving you all the your hope. Point. I see your point, Corey. If it was just console, they have added OG Xbox for not on PC. Exactly. All right. All right. And... The last, or no, sorry, not the last game. We also have Red Dead Online is coming to the cloud and console, which I didn't know that was separate. But that I think separate. that's a new thing. I think it's okay. just the split. It's the split off of the multiplayer from the single player. Oh, you know what? I do remember that now, because Red Dead Online, if you just want to play that, would be five dollars to buy. So like, yeah, which just make that free. Like, come on. Well, they kind of did. It, it, it released the multiplayer free for everyone, not just Game Pass. <laughs> That's dumb. And then Remnant from, from the Ashes is coming to the PC. Um, and along with that, there are some games that are leaving May 15th. First is Alan Wake, which was on the console and PC, which is actually kind of surprised i figured that would stay being that that was an exclusive to the xbox battlefleet gothic armada 2 from is leaving the pc dungeon of the endless cloud console and pc final fantasy 9 is leaving console and pc hotline miami is leaving the pc and plebe plebe quest plebe quest yes is that a real game you guys aren't Ron burgarding me and just adding things for me to read. Wait, I... He's a pleb. I guess, yeah. I guess that's real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't. All thing. right. I'm just reading the scripts. I'm Ron Burgundy. Ron, Plebby Quest, The Crusades is leaving PC. Sure. <laughs> that still doesn't sound like a real game. 
yeah, that's a uh, Game Pass news. Uh, Corey, what's coming real soon? All right, coming really soon. We have on Tuesday, May twelfth, a game called Retro Machina. Now, this is a uh, single player game. Um, you're this robot. Uh, and cool. you're just exploring and doing these puzzles that unveil the mysteries of the world. I don't know. It looks super interesting. Um, it doesn't have any reviews to go off of it. So it's brand new on uh, PC as well. Um, but if you like just puzzle games where you kind of walk around, uh, I think that this could do it for you. Also on Tuesday, we are getting so many zits. So they are still invading the Windows <laughs> 10 store. Um, Castle of No Escape 2, 50 Years, Butterfly, and Butterfly 2, which Butterfly 2 is not out on Xbox yet. So this is like a Win 10 exclusive coming to us, but they are all invading, all with their... Originalist? Um, I, I, 50 years and butterfly they had they already had easy lists so i mean they are the original list castle of no escape 2 i believe is the original list and is not as easy although i think it has a title update that is is easy so um regardless i think there was a cheat code with castle of no escape 2 so you can do uh, a good bit without much work but you still have to do a little bit more work than uh the easy version uh, uh, I think Butterfly 2 is going to be a 100 to 200 hour completion. Sure. He sure. should do that. I think it'll be fun. Uh, on Wednesday, May 13th, Death Dealers gets her own game. It's called Death Crown. And it's a minimalist, real-time strategy game. Foo-foo. But mm. it's in the one-bit art style. One is what they uh, classified as one-bit. So it's just black and white. Uh, and you play as death. My eyes. You play as death herself. This is their words of death herself, commanding her legions of death and punishing humanity's kingdom for its overconfidence. So, uh, very strange game. Uh, and then that leads us into Friday, which Friday is a huge day for a uh, release because we are getting Quantum Replica, which is a cyberpunk uh, metropo- metropolis game that is uh, fast paced and stealth. Uh, driven has mixed reviews. I don't expect it to be super great, but well, it can't be any worse than the last cyberpunk game that came out. It will probably have less bugs. I will give it that. Uh, also is Subnautica's sequel, uh, which is called Subnautica below zero. Uh, it's set two years after the original Subnautica. So if you are one to play that game and not cheat it, uh, this will probably be of interest to you because Subnautica actually has some deep lore and good story, as I'm yeah. told. Um, yeah, there's a lot to it. And so the, the sequel is uh, highly anticipated. Uh, it actually has been out on PC for a while and it has tons of positive reviews. Uh, will it have a built-in console command? Nobody knows. The trailer for this thing is great. The game looks gorgeous. Yeah. Even the first one did. Oh, yeah. But just the teaser trailer for this or whatever. It's so funny. I almost wish I had played the game. <laughs> almost. Almost. Yeah. It's like a crazy. Uh, then another smaller release called Exodemon. Um, it is a first person uh, where you're an alien. Uh, well, you're possessed by an alien and you're trying to escape the planet before you, I guess you die. Um I don't know, it kind of reminds me of Doom, but 
like like doom like futuristic and you're an alien i don't know it, it looks like kind of like old school doom so if, if that is your cup of tea check out exodemon and then lastly uh they, they they're making me they're making me say it but mass effect legendary edition finally comes out uh and so you'll be able to play uh, let me get the numbers right here uh all the single player based content uh which is over it has over 40 dlcs uh from mass effect mass effect 2 mass effect 3 uh, it also includes all those promo weapons and armors and packs from the release date. So if you never got that Best Buy exclusive, well, I guess you're going to get it now. So yeah, there's the massive, massive release, uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition coming out that day. And as I talk about it, uh, I, I'm looking it up and yeah, we still don't have an achievement list for it. So who knows if it's going to be a thousand G or 3000. But I can guarantee you it will be lengthy. So, yeah. You guys uh, taking the day off so for that a- one? Seeing as I've only played like a handful of Mass Effect and Mass Effect 3. Who are the big no. Mass Effect fans? Hyzo, Prue. Prue likes Mass Effect? That's it. That's about it. I don't think he likes space stuff. Uh, Neo is looking forward to it. Alex. If I don't see anyone else, so that's it. I feel like I might like it. Uh, I feel like this might get me to jump in um, and check it out. Yeah, I've owned the original 360 discs. and uh, I think right now, if you're one to buy games like up front, 20 years ago. you can get this uh, w- with the EA discount. And it has a 6,000 uh, point reward card. Uh, so if you kind of factor that in, I think it comes out to like 48 bucks for, you know, the, the standard digital edition. So, uh, if you want to get it, you can pay as little as that, uh, or, you know, you can wait a year or nine months and play it for free on EA play. That's my plan. My guess. Oh, okay. And Fufu, uh, is going to be right back. Which will take us right into contests. And we have a last minute edition here of RTDL, which I'm guessing L will talk about. Hi, Corey. Hi. I just wanted to quickly run down April's top and list. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go in achievements one order because why not start off with, I don't know. We'll start off with LAX. Jester had 12 Enigma gamer had 13 and L 72 had 15. Shibibble bobble booble had 17. I had 17 MDP had 18 NBA Kirkland had 22 and Northern lass, I believe had her first. A full comp c- c- combo. To give her a shout out, even though she did the easy list with only three thousand points, but that's okay. The RTDL still my favorite. It definitely picked out all the. Uh, it picked out the games that I talked about on this show. I throw usually all of my easy games in my game collection and pick the two or three that show up every month. So that's where uh, that's where Broombo came from and Ultra Goodness. 
Oh, yeah, I also played Heal Console Edition. That's another fun one. Good times all around. RTDL. Nate, your turn, bud. Well, I didn't really do a whole lot for RTDL. I just kind of I got one. I got one by accident. Uh, I finished. Uh, it was Gato Roboto. <laughs> and that got me an achievement. Um, so the thing I'm going to talk about is Stay Gamer in, Tag buddy, Challenge. Your teeth. <laughs> the thing I'm going to talk about is Gamer Tag Challenge. In the uh, month of April is Carpe Adam 79. Uh, he chose Rocket League. It's a it's a favorite wild card for people. Uh, and his bonus was I've got id. I'm just going to say I got id. Um, achievements earned in ID at Xbox games. Uh, and we have the results. Mm, did I do it? Yes. Okay. So we had 25 participants last month. We had 234 letters were earned. We had 11 wild cards submitted. That doesn't mean they were all. Well, actually, those ones would be valid. Yes. Uh, we had 159 bonuses submitted. Not all of them were valid, but uh, good effort. Good effort. Uh, our top three earners for those bonuses were Inigo Montoya, 80, with 19. MDP, 73, wow. with 20. Any guesses? Any guesses for the number one? Well, I'm looking at it, so I don't want to say it. Oh, well. Okay. That's cheating. Anybody from the peanut gallery? No, it's not Saucy. Sorry, Saucy. It's uh-huh. Northern Lass with 28. 28. Oh, she's a contest queen. Yes, she she is a hard worker on this GTC every month. And she's in first place again. Uh, but... <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, hard work does not always pay off. The winner was Crunchy Goblin, <laughs> who worked kind of hard. He he had a, Crunchy Goblin with eleven letters. Uh, he got the wild card and he submitted three bonus. So he uh, he put in the work. So good job, Crunchy. Good job. Way to go. Get Corey, those bonuses. Would you like to do our patron drawing? Uh, pass. Fufu, would you like to do our patron drawing? <laughs> sure. I can do the patron drawing. The lucky, lucky winner for the patron drawing this week, week, month, is none other than the sauciest of saucies, Facial LaFleur. Nice. Saucy. Way to go, Facial. Thank you for being a patron. Greatly appreciate. (laughs) 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 Oh, man, that's good. Sorry, Saucy. I had to mess with you. So uh, that that, that was hilarious. But that does remind me that I never finished my job of telling about Gamertag Challenge in the month of May. (laughs) This time, Saucy does win. Our Gamertag is Saucy Slingo. His wildcard game is South Park, the Fractured Butthole. And uh, so any previous completion in that game, or, you know, if you earn an achievement in it during the month, that will earn you one bonus draw. Our bonus is now that's saucy. That's achievements that don't end in a zero or a five. Those are worth one bonus draw per achievement, limit one per game. All right. With that... It is now time for Mariah Camp. Take it away, Corey. All right, starting with completions. 
as we always do. We have Hatton 90 has surpassed his 90 completions and has achieved 100 completed games. I'm sure those last 10 were not baby games for this uh, this month's Star Wars themed challenge. Ace <laughs> is at 350 games. What the fuck is that? What the f- 400 completed games? Planning 42, Ooh. 500 completed games. Gembot UK 700. Wild West 08 750 completed games. For completion percentage, we have Crazy Catman, who has just joined the Discord back at 52% completion Eight. percentage. Uh, Jzarb 43 at 55%. <clears throat> Matism, 57%. Uh, LAX Jester, 57%. Mad Lefty, 61 Mark B is at 70%. And Rubens X, 93% completion percentage. Your turn, Nate. Sorry, I was just uh, sassing Jay Black. Uh, in check, ratio, check the order. Check the orders <laughs> of those real quick. In ratio, Katie has reached a new milestone with a TA ratio of two point oh. Uh, I Mike Zero has reached a ratio of one point six, and it doesn't matter if it's you know math. <laughs> and sincere seeker six. Wow, lots of S's with a TA ratio of two point two. Because who needs to order these things Dang. in streaks? We have Retro Chief 1969 with 123 days. That's great. One, two, three. Philip Wendell is currently on a 350-day achievement win streak. Wakapel is on a 2,750-day achievement win streak. Blue Thunder 7398 is on a 2,900-day achievement win streak. And Biggle is currently on a 3,050-day achievement win streak. Do yourself Leave me a f- out of it. Leave me out of it. Do, do yourself a favor. Just break it. Stop with the addiction. You can get five days in a row. <laughs> Maybe I'll consider it. You could do two days in a row. Okay, Kenny. Okay, I'll take you up on that. And achievements one A nine XD has won two thousand achievements. Johnny J- Delicious four thousand. Chesno ten thousand, along with Crazy Catman. Dark Lord Davis has won eleven thousand. Freaky Ro fifteen thousand. Jade Black, also 15,000. Rocker Dude 5012, that guy, has won 16,000. What the Fug? And Norman Lass has won 20,000. Dude with a Face has won 21,000. I love that name. Kingsman 2625 has won 23,000. Vulgar Latin 25,000. NBA Kirkland 28,000. Jimbot UK 30,000. And the top, Mental Knight 5, has won 31,000 achievements. In gamer score, AZ Mongoose has reached 200,000 gamer score. Def Dealers, 250,000. Sir Polygon, 300,000. Koosh Moose, that guy, Kush Moose. has won 550,000 gamer score. Middle 600,000 along with Rocker Dude has also hit 600,000. MDP 700,000. Wild West 08 800,000. And Lucas 1987 1.9 million gamer score. Almost to a 2 mil mark. All right. 
in TA score. Luke, the Dukester, jumped uh, 268, has 150,000 TA score. Hatton, 90, 400,000. Mikey, 710, 500,000. Chesno, 500,000 as well. Ace, who has already like a ridiculous 35,000 gamer score this month. I think it's more than any last year. Love you, Kenny. Actually, he's going to have to break some records because he's the flying ace of the Empire. We don't like him. Ace has 700,000 TA score. Northern Last has 900,000. Chewy on Ice has 1.1 million. Ed Holm has 1.25 million. And Vulgar Latin has 1.25 million. In leaderboards that nobody alphabetized for me, so I'm going to have to go rogue. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Waka Bale is in the top five of the TA Difference leaderboard for Battle Royales. Haven't ever heard him talk about those in a while. Ella Follette is in the top 20 of the TA leaderboard for Metroidvanias. Nico Montoya is in the top 20 of TA leaderboard for Racing. Vroom, vroom. Don't tell Anigo that all you do is just turn left a bunch of times. He gets very mad when you talk ill upon racing and racing games. They're quite fun. If you throw banana peels and shells at people, they're fun. Ace is in the top 20 of the British Columbia Gamers Squad leaderboard. Alex R. Davies is in the top 50 of the TA leaderboard for Vayners. Aru Turuk is in the top 50 of the England TA leaderboard for turn-based. <laughs> Northern Lass is in the top 200 of the TA leaderboard for Puzzle. Crazy Cats Person is in the top 200 of the TA leaderboard for Party. NBA Kirkland is in the top 200 TA leaderboard for Vayners. Chesno is in the top 500 of the England TA leaderboard for Puzzles. And Mental Knight is in the top 500 of the completed games leaderboard in Ireland. Just kidding. He's not in Ireland. He's my Deponia friend. Oof. All right. We had some bonus entries. Elephalette 77 is now number one in Vayners in England. Dang. Awesome nice. Elephalette. For gamers, sure. Those UK Vayners peoples. Oh. Gamer score. Yes, he's got 39,370. Uh, Chesno reached 10,000 achievements. The achievement, that's how you do it. <laughs> and Mortal Kombat then. And just some other stuff here that we had some brags. Uh, Bedholm completed the game Laser League. An hour uh, count of 56 hours. That's got worth 9,626 TA. I don't know why that's difficult, like, but the TA ratio being a 9.6, it has to be difficult. How I'm much gamer sure score do you have in it? I'm imagining, it's, I'm, I'm imagining it's difficult. Well, I have zero in gamer score, and that's why I said I don't know how difficult it is. <laughs> I'd say quite. What's this over here? What's this over here, Corey? Ghost World? 81,200 gamer score in April. Had April. Oh. 
Yeah, Ghost World took in a break from achievement hunting, and he came back with a vengeance. Apparently, oh. so he posted. Not even know he came. He back. posted his April uh, period summary in Brad Camp. So just want to state that he did a eighty-one thousand gamer score in in the, that month. So that is definitely coming back with a vengeance, if you ask me. The respectable one point zero nine ratio. Nicely done. Where we're going. Ratio doesn't matter. We don't need ratio. We hire him as a bounty hunter guy. Well, I think he kind of blew his his wad prematurely there. If that was the case. <laughs> and there's always more where that came from. And also, ASU Unknown got the seven day survivor achievement in Dead Rising. Very infamous achievement and completed Dead Rising. Nice. Good to know about it. Dead Rising is not an easy completion. Nope. They were talking about it today in the Discord that it's probably responsible for more red rings on the 360 than any other <laughs> game. And it was being speculated also if the quick resume would work on it, if that would make it more tolerable uh, on the one. That's an interesting, Ooh. interesting theory. That is a good thought. That would definitely make that game more tolerable. Early sad achievement. Being able to complete it more tolerable. That's a good game. All right. That was Milestone Brag Camp Proclamation Point. Hash Brag. All right. Well, just so you all know, if you would like to have your milestones read, be sure to friend request uh, the show's TA. It is. Uh, AH101 on TA, but it's the one with the hashtag. There's uh, numbers I forget at this point, and it's not written on the doc now that we redid this. So, yeah. But yeah, a friend requests anything AH101, and we'll be able, and we'll accept it. We'll be able to get you on here. And if for whatever reason you don't see your milestones being read, like I said at the beginning of the show, there are so many milestones. We cannot possibly read them all off. We will be here for 25, 30 minutes every single week reading them off. I limit them all. So, like, if you notice, achievements are only by a thousand, gamer score by every 50,000 up to a certain point. You know, if we're not reading your, your milestones off, it's just because it's an odd value. I don't want to. I, I, we just can't read off everyone that hits like 130,000 TA, then 140,000, 160. It's too much. Yeah. Um, I know the link for the A for the TA account is in the show notes. Look for the show notes stock in the, in whatever it is that you're listening to this on. You'll be able to find it there. But with that. Let's get on out of here. Let's get to that duck race after a show for those that are watching live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash AH101. Be sure to follow. If you're listening to this live right now, quickly sub. That duck race is coming up. Get You want to get in on that. If you want to contact us, you can always do that on the Twitter. You can send us some Twitter tweets at Achievements101, discord.io slash AH101 is the link for the Discord. Come hang out. You can post your own brags in, in hashtag brag camp for us to read. Uh, you Be sure to follow us on our YouTube page. Please go subscribe. I know you have a Google account. I know you have a YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. 
search for achievements hunt achievement hunting 101 and also if you enjoy this show and you would like to support us monetarily get in on the patreon drawing we have a patreon patreon.com slash achievement hunting 101 thank you to everybody that does support us we greatly appreciate our patrons and with that classes dismissed live long and prosper Let's duck and That's go. The wrong movie. <laughs> movie that goes. Oh, yeah. Imagine that me. Vulgar Latin, being here at the Chewy's Challenge Championship. And now listen closely. I'm going to reveal last month's results and reveal the very fate of the CCC. Long live the VCW. All right. I'm sorry. Had to get all that uh, Wookiee fur. Very allergic. Gonna intern here, uh, cleaning that out. Gonna go to my normal voice here as we reveal the April results. So, our first event had Hat 90 going up against a Heizo in a genre swap. A Heizo had to get football, that's soccer and actual football, versus Hatton's card and board. And it was a tough fought battle. There were balls and cards everywhere. But. At the very end, Hatton scored 1250, but Ahizo came up with 1480 and is your United States champion. Next, we move up north to a battle for Canadian supremacy as Jablack, MDP, and It's Alive X went up against an, in the Canadian championship for Hockey Games TA. Jables was unable to do much of anything and uh, ended up with zero points. Let's take this moment to shame him. MDP went all retro with NHL Rewind and scored 11.43. But it's live. Pulled the goalie. Clapped back. Clap. Quack. 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 He's going. He's going. 11.82. He's your Canadian champion. Let's give it up. Let's have a toast of maple syrup and, I don't know, whatever else it is they do up in that frigid hellhole. Our tag team bout was Jablack and Death Dealers. That's Jablack Death. They went up against Hatton 90 and Dino Bull. That's Dazed and Confused. And we took their achievements won in Game Pass games and multiplied them together to find out who the final champions were. So let's take a look here. It looks like Hatton. Uh, came out strong with 52, and Dynable scored 41. Whew! In return, Jables did 47, and Death did 43. Let's, uh, uh, sorry, didn't get a calculator. Carrying the two. Sorry, that. Uh, oh, yep, Dazed and Fused, Hatton, and Dynable are your tag team champions. Oh, also, um, looks like before we get to our main event, um, some. I don't know, dude named Chewy uh, went up against a whole like thing with mass, 
um, against me. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of like passed out and slept through the whole month, but uh, it looks like I still managed to beat him. I don't know what's up with that. Um, but if you're interested, you can check my Discord channel for more information about how badly Chewie is defeated. You also can laugh at him there. Take a moment to laugh at him now, especially if you're in your car. Our final event was for the Universal Championship, pitting all of you for our inaugurable contest for zero-point achievements and ones that don't divide evenly by five. Ooh. Now, some of you put up some amazing work. Uh, Sabin put up over 50. Chewie was there. But eventually, Mental Knight crushed every single one of you with over 200 of the things, making a statement, and that statement is, I am your universal champion. So, let's take a look at May. May is a pretty good month, isn't it? What do we got going on here? Mayflowers and the Star Wars. Oh, oh, Star Wars. Yeah, oh, gosh, look at that. Chewie looks like he's mighty upset, and uh, he brought some people there with him, calling themselves the Rebel Alliance? Huh. All right, well, uh, I've recruited some people of my own, and <laughs> I can't help but see we just have an empire here. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be the empire. Tell you what, if you're not in this competition, go on into the Vulgar CW channel. Say you want to be a bounty hunter, and Chewie and I will bid on you. And you can join the losing side, or you can join mine and be a winner. Most gamer score in the month will win. Star Wars games, worth double for that. And it looks like uh, if Chewie's side wins, they're going to, oh, throw me in a pit as I scream and shoot lightning. Huh. Neat. But it looks like if I win, uh, which is going to happen, uh, we'll just keep going business as usual. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Let's look up uh, what else we got going on here. Oh. <laughs> oh. Looks like a Hizo's going up against me for a two out of three genre battle with sim racing, action, RPG, and puzzle. Best two out of three in gamer score. That's two out of three aren't bad. Uh, and then... Oh, good golly, Miss Molly. Jimbot's taking on everybody in a variety of different two out of three genre matches in a variety of different categories. It's pandemonium. He's out there in the ring. He's just taking anybody on. More information can be found in the Discord. We also have a Star Wars battle between Chewie on Ice versus Ace. Uh, most gamer score in Star Wars games. Oh, man, Chewie seems like he's really... Uh, Really taking the ball by the horns and leading by example. Losing every single one of them. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship. What? Wrong series? But, but Prue said... Uh, Alright, moving on. It's Star Wars month. It's time for the first prize month of the Goalgetter contest. I will unveil a list of words and phrases which you must spell using the first letter of achievements unlocked in May. Each one you complete will give you entries into a draw for prizes, and the more difficult the phrase is, the more entries it will be worth. 
to make things a little bit more difficult, um, I mean, more fun, you can only use a game once per word or phrase. And just like the Gamertag Challenge, is up to you to fill out the entries on your own sheet. So make sure to request access to the sheet when I post it in the Discord channel. Now, after all that, you must be curious. What are you playing for? Well, I have four games to give away this month. Space Jacked, Stardust Galaxy Warriors, Spaceland, and Kerbal Space Program Enhanced Edition. Now get out there, pop those achievements, spell those words, and may the Force be with you. Well, there you have it. Another fun-filled month for Vulgar Championship Wrestling. Who loves you and who do you love? Me. I love you. You, you know I do. Be good people. Long live the Empire. Peace. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of a new segment called Genrally Speaking. It's kind of like Generally Speaking, except for we use genre instead of general. See what we did there? Now, in this segment, we will break down some of the oft-overlooked genres out there as tracked by T.A. and discuss it at perhaps greater lengths than is merited, all things that have to do with that said genre. I am Elroy OMJ, and I am pleased as punch to introduce my co-host in this journey, no other than M herself. How's it going? It's awesome. I was so excited when you reached out to me, because this is your idea. You're saying we, <laughs> like the royal we, like I had anything to do with this. <laughs> this was a, literally Elroy in the throes of the last two weeks of GTask going, hey, I have an idea, I want to record, and me going, sounds cool, let's get to it. So this is all all you, so I want to make sure you get the credit for uh, oh, no. coming up with it, and the real clever title, genrely speaking, I love it. <laughs> but awesome. uh, I think this is a great idea. I'm super excited to record one-on-one with you. It's been a while since we've had this opportunity. So, um, yeah, thanks for inviting me along. I look forward to what we cover here. Awesome. Well, I missed recording with you. And uh, so, uh, unfortunately, though, this segment does have a a lifespan because at some point we're just going to run out of genres unless TA starts uh, introducing some new ones. But uh, I don't know how many genres there are, but so there will be that many episodes, right? (laughs) Yeah, well, here's the deal, right? So... Let's get into the genre we're speaking about a little bit, because this is actually going to kind of frame your whole sense that it might not be evergreen. There are (laughs) large genre categories, but then those larger genre categories are split into more dialed down genre category. And the genre we're featuring today is just one of those. So (laughs) if we were to sit here and talk about sports games, we'd need to have Hatton on and the two of us would go take a nap. But we're not going to (laughs) talk about just sports games as they exist as a whole. The genre we're covering today, specifically, is bull sports. Oh, yeah. I have been waiting for this episode. I could hear your excitement, and I'm really excited <laughs> am, to discuss actually. it with you. And now, and since you gave me full credit on the idea, I must give you full credit. You chose this one as the first pilot episode. I don't know if you were doing it in jest, but uh, the second I heard bull sports leave your lips, I was uh, I was all about <laughs> bull sports. So, Well, the great thing about uh, testing genres, with, or pardon me, testing um, segments, which we have had the great (laughs) fortune to do uh, throughout the history of Achievement Hunting 101, is it's really good to start small and do something where we can get a little (laughs) taste of things. Now, we are using genres as defined by true achievements. And there are frequently curiosities 
within there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you all who have listened to me at any point lo- know that I love the fact that L.A. Noir is a puzzle game. What now? Bull Sports <laughs> is pretty clearly Bull Sports. It's also a very small genre, so it's a good, small, easy place for us to start and get a sense of what works in the segment, what doesn't work from the segment, get feedback from awesome listeners who take the time to give us feedback, see what they think and how we can continue to modify it. So it was a perfect, just little slice of a genre (laughs) that'll let us get started here. So before we kick off speaking about the games within the genre, what is bull sports? For the duration of this segment, we're going to be using the TA genre definitions. So, Mm. on True Achievements, a bull sports game is a game that primarily consists of bovine sports, such as (laughs) bullfighting or bull riding. So, this is pretty narrow. Um, And Elroy, you're usually kind of the stats guy when you do things. We've all heard how you roll out those stats on Milestone Musings. So what did you discover about bull sports when you were doing your research? Ah, well, uh, I was... I thought it would be best to break down each genre by the numbers uh, heading into it. So here you go. This is what I have discovered about a bull sports. Number of games. That would be three. Total gamer score. You can get 3,000 gamer score worth 7,415 TA. So somewhat challenging uh, genre. You have overall ratio of 247 and the highest ratio Chivo in the genre, it's actually a tie. I guess you get both of these kind of the same out of frequency. But uh, it is sheer steer. You get that for roping 150 steer in team roping and rough stock rider for riding 150 bulls in the bull riding event. Not sure if those have to be different bulls. And both of those are from Top Hand Rodeo which actually is the first release in this genre. Uh, first release, Top Hand Rodeo, 11-2-2012. The latest release was 8 to Glory, and that was in 2018, July 31st. And the average rating on TA for the games in this genre is 2.3 stars. So the ratio is higher than the stars. And <laughs> that's that's always a bad sign. And the most popular game, uh, as per tracked gamers is no other than Toro with a 1,303 tracked gamers and the least popular top hand rodeo 155. So given there's only three games <laughs> that leaves a uh, eight to glory in the middle there. So uh, mm-hmm. that it would be a breakdown of it by the numbers. So anything jump off the page at you there? Um, well, I think uh, did you took some time also to highlight those folks who were the top in gamer score and TA, correct? When you were doing your research? Uh, yes, uh, I did. I don't see where I did that, but, uh, all right, I think I, I pulled it down. So this is Elroy's okay. research again, just to make sure. Oh, no, that's great. I, I don't credit know where where it went. To. So the, the gamer score leader of the genre is big D the chief, with 2,465 gamer score. And the genre leader in terms of TA is a tie between Memories of Final and three Manager Six, both of whom have 5,815 TA. So I'm not the greatest at math, but I think these are all, <laughs> you know, full 1,000 G games. As you said, there were three KGS overall. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been three years since the last one came out, and we don't have a single person at 3,000 gamer score. 
That's, Very interesting. Yeah, that uh, might have something to do with that uh, difficulty level that we mentioned there, or just lack of interest. We're really not sure <laughs> that uh, <laughs> you know that the uh, the the bull genre is really pulling them in uh, as uh, it's it's not exactly a must you know must have genre I guess as of late. So I now have the accurate. Uh, research in front of me so thank you for that mm-hmm. and uh, let's now, see what here what is interesting though is it seems from TA there's no achievement in the genre not a one that's marked as discontinued or unobtainable hmm. all the achievements have been earned or if they haven't been earned I, I believe they all have been earned so it's possible to have a full uh, genre completion so if you're one of those <laughs> folks out there that's been looking for a genre that you can own Mm. Bull sports just might be it. Uh, I mean, that you can just take the bull by the horns and go with it. So uh, let's talk bull sports. So do you have any experiences to bring on the bull sports genre? So this is not going to be the norm when we record this segment, but I actually <laughs> have no experience with this genre. As we've discussed, mm. it's a very small number of games. I don't own or have access to them, I think. So I don't, but I'm pretty aware that you do. So <laughs> did you want to share some of what you've experienced oh, as a bull sports aficionado? Okay, well, so myself and bull sports, we kind of go back. I mean, I grew up in Texas, so it was common to go to the rodeo in um it was it was just a common thing, you know. You would go to the rodeo uh, on the weekends when there wasn't uh, tractor pulls or anything like that. So <laughs> such always, different uh, living. Yeah, I have a so singular was... bull story, and not you know <laughs> bull bull, but like a bull. And that's when a there was an illegal rodeo up the block uh-huh. from where my brother used to play roller hockey, and one of the bulls <laughs> escaped and was running up the avenue, and the police were just. <laughs> You know, unfortunately, attacking this bull because it was out wandering the streets of New York City. That's as close as I've ever come to a bull <laughs> in my actual everyday life. Well, okay, well, I, I'm really <laughs> curious what makes uh, what what goes into organizing an, an illegal rodeo. I've never heard of an illegal rodeo. But. <laughs> well, they're probably all legal down in Texas. So yeah, it's not I mean, there's no reason for an with. illegal one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but uh, so I was. I grew up with it, and uh, my my family we we would watch them and everything, and so I have a lot of fond uh, childhood memories of watching uh, PBR with my mom, and uh, she, she always actually for those who are not familiar, what does PBR oh, yes. stand I'm for? I'm sorry, uh, that's okay. Professional bull riders, I think, or something like that. Okay. I don't know. I'm not sure what it's called, but it's the it's basically like uh, you know you have football, NFL, and uh, Major League Baseball, MLB. Well, with bull riding, you have PBR. That's like the gold standard of the organization that runs the events and everything. So if you're the champion of PBR, it's kind of like winning you know the the grand prize. They're the the go to of bull riding and such so uh but they have events all the time and they always broadcast them i forget which channel they were on but we would always watch them and <laughs> and there's a, this one lady after every ride there she she had some some older blonde chick and she'd always you know smacking gum or something and they'd come off the the bull and they come over and talk to her after the ride and she'd be like yeah, Tater, you just uh, rode that bull ride real good. And talk about the ride. And she always ended with, talk about the ride. <laughs> and so uh, that's actually something that uh, 
my mom and I would say to each other, you know, talk about the ride. And uh, so I have a fond. <laughs> if I ever do a road trip again, that's that's what I'm going <laughs> to yeah, say right. at the end. Talk about the ride. Talk, talk about the ride. Yeah, I'm not going to be good at the accent, but I'm, I'm certainly <laughs> going to try to work it into my life now. Right. I, I wish I could tell you what the, na- the lady's name so you could look her up. I, I swear every interview she'd always start with, talk about the ride. And, All right. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so there's that. And um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, kind of grew up in that environment. But um as far as, the, as achievement hunting goes, uh, I haven't played but just one of these games, and that was the one that's furthest from the one that you would think that I had played, which is Toro, because I've never been to Spain and and uh, <laughs> uh, did the uh, bullfighting, because that's apparently a bull sport as well. So you have, it wasn't actually rodeo, it was, it was bullfighting, where you basically... Uh, wave the cape and the bull runs by and you stick a, a spear in it until it dies. That's, that's bullfighting. So, uh, a lot of people don't realize that the, it's not a good uh, experience for the bull. They just think that right. the bull just keeps running back and forth. And, nope. That's not what happens. The bull dies. They, they kill the bull. Uh, they, they stab it to death. So that's how you win. That's how the, the bullfighter wins. It doesn't go on forever. You kill the bull. So, um, Anyway, yeah, bullfighting uh, has come under a lot of fire because of that. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, you know, what's wrong? There are definitely with that? animal rights agencies that are like, listen, all right, maybe some of you like to eat hamburgers, <laughs> but this is a step yeah, too was, far. Uh, uh, it's, it's yeah. a new taste to the burger. No. So I didn't uh, even realize that Toro. So the, the thing that struck me immediately about Toro is that the achievements uh, are all in Spanish. The, the descriptions yeah. are all in English, but the achievement names themselves are all in Spanish. And I didn't take a good look at it. I didn't even. Even though I read the genre description, which says bull fighting <laughs> or bull riding, it never crossed my mind that this would be a totally different type of game. So how does yes. how does that work? Like in terms of controls, is it a campaign oh, mode? Like, okay. What do you experience as you become the <laughs> matador? A, oh, it's actually really fun. Uh, it's a fun game in the sense that the mechanics are, are fur- infuriating. I've tried to go back to it several <laughs> times, but like, once you stop playing it, it's one of those games where if you stop playing it for a week and pick up something else, mm. you're going to forget everything. And because there's like, you have to execute certain uh, bullfighting moves like the, the, oh, the Ole or something. And so the bull's charging towards you and you got to punch in the, the right command and, and, you know, push to the left and hold X and then push Y or something. You know, it's like a bunch of really intricate controls there and then you perform their lay and it's like oh and then the, the bulls you know and then they're back at it and there's like all these different moves uh you get different points for the difficulty of certain moves so you there's an element where you have to uh meet a certain score so you want to do some of the more advanced moves or you're not going to hit that score there's also different challenges like do 10 olays before you know time expires and then that unlocks things and you just basically progress through a uh, Matador's career where you start kind of real small and the stadiums keep getting bigger and bigger and I, I stopped playing about halfway through it and so uh, the t- stages that I tried to jump back into are <laughs> way too challenging for someone that's just starting the game So and I don't really feel like going back and restarting from the start and so here we are and uh, but the, the mechanic that's really the best, the part that really sells the game I guess is the, the ragdoll on the the bullfighter. So the second that bull 
touches you, you just turn to like jello, <laughs> and like your 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 arms start flopping everywhere as you fly into the ground. Oh my goodness! Uh, it's yeah, it's it's got some of the best uh, ragdoll mechanics of any game. I would argue. I, I'm not sure what would be better. So think of like human fall flat kind of a thing, but more jiggly. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you find yourself with Toro though? Like it, I think uh, of. The games that are here. I feel like the one I've heard spoken about most in the Achievement Hunting 101 Discord has been Eight Minutes to Glory. I think that's kind of the one that pops up in most people's heads. Oh, really? Probably because of, um, I don't know if it's maybe like a, a recency bias. I think that might have just been the most recent one. And <laughs> there might be something on TA where a genre needs to have a certain number of games, likely three, before it's considered <laughs> a genre. And so that was the game that put both sports on the map, figuratively and literally. So, um, well, I, well T- Toro I, had a terrible rating, uh, okay. at least it used to, because it's just, it was just infuriating. The second that bull touches you, like you, you know, like I said, going to ragdoll. So I originally got it just because I heard how bad it was. I was like a really good, bad game. And so that's what led me to it. Plus I had somewhat easy gamer score to start with. So, uh, so I, I decided to give it a try. And unfortunately I just lost interest halfway and started playing something else i'm sure i'll be reminded of this game at some point during <laughs> abandonment issues but oh boy uh, and yeah, you, you have and more than enough stuff on your abandonment issues though that it would be a pretty <laughs> low probability for that to show up and haunt you again yes for sure but uh, i mean i've already told the story so there's no reason so uh x and uh, chewy if you're listening um yeah let's let's cover something else <laughs> <laughs> so but it's uh it's a it's a cool little game, and uh, I I've never played any of the rodeo games, and so uh, I might enjoy them actually because it probably remind me of kind of my youth and, and such and so forth and all that good stuff. Not that I was riding bulls, <laughs> but I was like to watch it, and and uh, so you never did one I, of those mechanical bull kind of things. <laughs> no, you no? know, I've never done one of those. Uh, I, I those are all about balance, though. So right, and it, like it's like know, staying, balance and like your leg strength, isn't it? Because you're trying yeah. to kind of grip the well, bowl with well, your legs, essentially. Uh, well, if you touch the if your if your arm comes down and touches the the bull, which is true in in actually rodeo, that you have to. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that you have to keep one hand up at all times. <laughs> all right, so. And also, uh, you talked about how bullfighting is kind of gotten the bad rep, you know, given that you're actually stabbing a bull to death. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people have problem with the actual rodeo with the bulls because they think that the because bulls, well, they're bred to buck and everything like that. And I was actually uh, had a misconception about it. I, I did some research on this because I wanted to make sure I had it right. And I was always under the impression that basically they put a belt across the the nuts of the the bull and that's what made the the bull buck so vigorously because you know it it was really tied across the the nuts and Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's gonna make you buck and so uh i did some research and apparently that is a common misconception and that the uh the belt is actually nowhere near the genitalia it's actually across the midsection so i always was wrong about that yeah so it it doesn't cause any you know uh, what unpleasantness to the animal, and that's how they, you know, always combated that. So, anyway, so there well, you go. And I, I find that that I obviously don't know much about bull riding as a sport. Mm-hmm. I think once a year, maybe the rodeo would a, a, a legal rodeo would come to Madison Square Garden, and it was one of those things mm-hmm. where you'd go, "Who wants to go to a rodeo?" and just kind of ignore <laughs> it. 
But um, oh man, they're pretty excited. The, the bull riding championship series would come through town every now and again, mm-hmm. and um, I guess I so I I've seen it and I have a sense of of the whole idea that you have to be on for eight seconds. But I always found myself thinking like, you know, I don't I know they they rile up the bull. But each mm-hmm. bull ride isn't going to be the same because the bull is different, right? Like, you can't right. pick a low difficulty bull if they're just not feeling like, I don't know if, <laughs> if there's a sense that they're all similarly vigorous with the way they do that or not. Um, but well, the, I, there's I, a couple things in there. Okay, go ahead. All right. So uh, one thing is that when the PBR, when they show, a, you know, a live show and everything like that, they always tell you what the bull's record is. So you have like oh, an undefeated okay. bull. It's like, okay, this is, you know, uh, you know, thunder or whatever, uh, <laughs> you know, blitzkrieg the bull or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it shows the record underneath it. And it's like 23 and 0. And you're like, dang, this bull is wow. tough. And so like, uh, and then also if it's a boring bull, you're going to get a score, but your score is not going to be very good. Oh, you're graded okay. on the difficult. So you want a, you know, a challenging bull because it raises your score. So I don't know if that's reflected in the game or not because I haven't played it, but in the PBR series, that's what you want. You're looking for a bull that's not, you know, so tough that's going to throw you off in, you know, one second, and but also one that's going to give you a good ride so that you can get a good score. Well, and that's but, uh, uh, yeah. great segue, actually, because achievements are obviously part of what we're dealing with when there we're talking about games in the xbox ecosystem and i again i have not played games in this genre but i (laughs) i would assume there is a sort of a difficulty slider i did not Mm -hmm. realize that that slider already exists in the way that bull riding is presented in that Mm -hmm. if you get sort of a a tamer bull who has a losing record you're going to get scored less but I, i would imagine that the achievements would bring that sort of stuff in now i know you said you hadn't played the bull riding games but you had played a bullfighting game were there any achievements that stood out to you that you were able to earn i know you said about 50 percent of the campaign it looks like toro is a campaign heavy game in terms of achievements Mm -hmm. but there's other stuff going on so did anything stick with you absolutely absolutely there so nothing from the campaign really stuck with me but it does offer a couple of uh, mini games in it and one of them is uh basically the traditional game like i think uh, like a Olympian game where you have to throw a hammer. So where you have to like mash a bunch of buttons and then get the angle right kind of a thing. And then you throw it and you're looking for usually like okay. a 45 degree angle at max speed. And that usually gets you a, a good grade. Uh, right. Whatever. Yeah. That's like so, the discus throw in track and field. Right, and yeah. Th- you're always like one degree off and you don't make qualifier right. and toss your control. Right. But okay. So same yes, idea. Yes. Yes. You're going so for a trajectory in a distance. Right. So you're not throwing a bull. You're actually throwing the bull runner. So uh, so think like running of the bulls. And so there is, you're the bull in this mini game. And the Chivo is called Salto de la Rano. Um, any guesses on what that means? I don't have the first clue. Okay. Rano is frog. Okay. La Rano, or Ra- yeah, Rano is frog. So it's actually called, it's the, the way they say leapfrog. Oh, what an appropriate achievement name uh, without uh, us realizing it is. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So Leapfrog is the achievement. And you have to, uh, the the description is you have sent the bull runner to the sky and scored more than 70 meters. So we're 25 gamer score, a 1.55 ratio. Uh, So basically you're in charge of the bull. 
you you know mash the controller buttons get max speed as you're heading towards this <laughs> this helpless individual that's facing away from you and you hit them right in the arse and they fly uh as far as your angle and your it's basically the same thing as those Olympia sports. So, and then the <laughs> and then the bull runner lands, and that's where your score is. So okay, uh, so it's kind of a silly little game, but it's fun because the whole game the bulls are getting killed by spears. So it's nice to have the uh, you know the hoof on the other foot, so to speak. So a little comeuppance uh, there. Yeah, exactly. So you sent the annoying bull runner to the sky and have him land far, far away. And I don't know, it's it's kind of a fun little mini game. So that's kind of uh, the that would be my Chivo highlight. That was my favorite one from the genre, given that my experience with the genre is a little limited. But uh, I do have some other uh, uh, tombulary, I guess, if you will. Uh, Very nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, so. I was thinking of some other games. So is there any games you think that fit into the bull sport genre that are not listed here? Well, I feel like I can't think of any off hand, but I feel like you do stuff in games like, 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 um, not uh, Red Dead Redemption isn't right, but like I know with you can lasso or whatever, All but right. that's not bull riding. It could be bull sports to control right. them, I suppose. Uh, but no, I can't really think of any offhand, but it sounds like you've given this some thought. I have because it's actually something that I remember again. I, I feel like this one really made me nostalgic and thinking of old games, old, you know, my older experiences with it. And I kept thinking, I could not get this out of my head, which is. There was an old game on the PC, and it was called, and I think it was ported to the uh, to the NES, and it was called Summer Games, and it was basically an Olympic game, and I swear, I swear, it had bull riding in it, and huh. so, uh, yeah, and, and I swear it did. Like it was one of the harder games in it, if I recall, and I oh. was skipped it late because at some point you can just pick the games you want to do and then you know, like you do the the diving game because it's it was a lot more fun, <laughs> and but uh, it was. It, I swear it had, and I don't know if I'm delusional, but I swear it had bull riding in it. And so I looked it up. I was like, was well, there other Olympic games that have uh, bull riding in them? And I, what I found was is that bull riding is actually not an Olympic sport. And so I don't know what I was thinking of. But <laughs> uh, so and in case anybody's wondering, there is no Olympic games apparently that have bull riding in it since it's not an Olympic sport. So if you're delusional like me and you remember it from an old game, Either it was highly inaccurate or um, you're yeah, delusional like me. But I do want to I do want to mention one bull, one achievement related bull here. Okay. Now it's not a bull sport, but let me tell you something. This bull deserves special mention, <laughs> and that is the bull boss from Full Metal Fur Furies or Furries or whatever okay. it's called. Have you played this game? I, I have not. Oh my goodness. So I think it's the first boss and the first boss fight you encounter. It's a beat em up. And you basically are trailing this, this, this uh, bull god. It's like a god that takes the shape of a bull. And uh, this, this guy is hysterical. It's one of my favorite characters in video games. Uh, it's, he's like, He's all about those hashtag gains, let me tell you that. And he wants, <laughs> he wants you to know about it. So he 
constantly misses conversation with the with the uh, uh, protagonist because he's too busy flexing for them. Nice. And yes, and, and he is. I remember when I played it, um, I sent uh, Brer Rocker uh, a message about it. I was like, I don't want to beat this guy. I want him to win. I want to play as him. And it was one of those situations where they make the boss more likable than the main characters. And you're like, I, I want a, a spinoff of this guy. And, and it's so like you discovered you play- your spirit animal. Yeah, I did. And, and oh man, it was so fun. Just to, I, I skipped through all other dialogue in the game, <laughs> except for any time... Well, it was only early on, but I didn't skip the dialogue when he was in it because it was, it made me laugh. It was it was it was great. So if you've never played the game uh, and you want to fire up, I believe no, it's not on Game Pass anymore. But uh, next yeah. time it comes around, uh, go ahead and get it. And it hit him alone. That boss alone is worth the the price of admission. So uh, so there you go. You heard it here first. So we we got a bull riding adjacent. <laughs> recommendations so So, that's right since there's not many games to talk about uh and there's not a whole lot of gray area here uh, i thought i i definitely need to mention him and i wish i could remember his name it was something you know greek or something but i can't remember what it was it was it was a tricky name but okay yeah there you go awesome (laughs) and like i had wanted to ask you When I knew we were going to record this, I wasn't aware uh, of exactly what your bull riding genre experience was because you seemed so <laughs> excited for this to be the choice that I figured, oh, you know this. I like talking animals. So <laughs> this is true. You do have a history. <laughs> well, it, squeeze us into your next achievement, wildlife hunters. You can figure it out. But there you go. <laughs> I did have a question that I was going to ask, but I'm going to modify it some. Now, right. in most genres, right? People have the genres they like and the people that the genres that they don't like. But mm-hmm. there's that one game that rises above and you go, look, even though you're not a fan of walking simulators, you should really try this one because it's super good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess I know the answer. But is Toro a game that rises above the expectations that a 2.3 average rating would give us about bull sports games and is thus oh. worthy of somebody's time to try it out? Well, if the over... Well, if the 1300 uh, track gamers isn't clue enough, let me tell you something. This game has a 1.74 ratio. I mean, it's gloriously bad. It uh, Here is the top Wait, review. 1.74 ratio? Or? I'm sorry, 1.75 stars. stars. Okay, I'm okay. so sorry. Yes, uh, okay, ratio is actually, what is it, 2.76. <laughs> okay. Right? But uh, top review, it says bad graphics, bad sound, bad gameplay, great bull packages. That's okay. your. That was by Cool Kid Joe. So thank you, Cool Kid Joe, for that full review there. And you think that's a fair summation of the game? Yeah, and that's what you're you're going for. You, if you're playing this game, you're playing it for the terrible experience and probably for the ragdoll mechanic, and it delivers on both. So, um, and plus you get some cool achievement names. You got Mozo de Espadas. Uh, I, I know a spot. I know a is is. I don't know why it was Italian all of a sudden, but it was uh, a spot is back, I believe. So I don't know. Probably, I don't know. All right. <laughs> I think it's back. Yeah. Well, do you so, have any other thoughts about the bull writing or the bull sports genre? Pardon me. Before we uh, we wrap this up, I am just so glad that you chose it. It's about time that Toro gets the uh, discussion that it needs, and I may have to check out the uh, the PBR game and uh, the other one. The other one's on the 360, so and, Top and Hand Rodeo. Top Hand Rodeo is also a Connect game. 
Oh, uh, wow. I'm, oh, that's going to be dreadful. So that would be, uh, and it's connect required, not like yeah, yeah. kind of maybe sort of not. So be mindful of that one. If you're going to go try it out, you're going to need a functioning connect in order to get some experience out of it. Well, it's it's got the highest ratio too, so well, I think sense. probably I, yeah. So I, I didn't notice that it was connect, so that's probably why. So it's probably not as ter- you know as difficult as it appears. So okay, I, don't know. I have one of the little stat actually about bull riding games before we wrap this up and tease what's coming next time. Oh, um, like bull riding games have been released in 2012, 2015, and 2018. Uh-oh, I see where you're going with this. I got a C- minus in math, but I'm pretty sure that means it's every three years, and three years since 2018 would be... Oh, man, that's going to be in the summer games this... this, I don't know, I'm feeling like we're doing another... The Tokyo Olympic game. (laughs) (laughs) The Tokyo Olympic games, it's going to be in there. (laughs) (laughs) Some some well-trained Kobe prior to being beef. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so if, if time has told us anything. We're on a three-year cycle with these bull sports games, so mm-hmm. this might be the it's- year where we increase that to four <laughs> entries in the genre, so and, you know, eyes out. I mean, they could just release a PBR game every year. I mean, that's what, you know, like, what a NBA whatever, 2K. You yeah. have PBR, 2K21 or whatever. So. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We will see. <laughs> but We'll have an update. We'll, have, we'll be the first to give you that update. We will definitely yeah. let you know. We will break into the panel with a special <laughs> rodeo games update if one, such go. a thing should happen. But I like it. Let's talk about the next time around. Uh, we did pick a genre. And of course, if anyone here listening has a genre they think would be really interesting, that would be really interesting for us to discuss, please don't pick platformer. It's a yeah, little no, much. We're not doing, we're not doing platformer. <laughs> But there are lots of small subcategories. And even if you have a good pitch for something you think that isn't a genre on TA, and we can take that angle and talk about why it should be a genre on TA and games that are good representatives of that genre, I think that's something we could probably handle, right? So uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just waiting for some uh, some dodge- dodgeball talk. I mean, I, I hear that the <laughs> uh, the number one gamer in dodgeball in the world is uh, is uh, pretty good at it. So uh, maybe right. we can get him on to talk about it. That that's I hope me. so. <laughs> but dodgeball is not what we're talking about next time. Uh, okay. But I have a little teaser for next time, and I understand you Ooh. have one. So yes. I'm, I'm going to drop my hint. And if you guys want to take a guess at what that hint is, uh, you are more than welcome to let us know in the Discord. Give us a sense of what you think might be coming up ne- next. But here is my hint. The genre that we will be discussing the next time we do a genrely speaking segment Features entries from the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise as well mm. as the Assassin's Creed franchise. It also includes a major first party title. So see if you can figure it awesome. out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, all I got to say is get your towels ready because it's about to go down. Everybody in the place hit the open deck. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Hopefully you enjoyed, uh, genrely speaking, and uh, let us know in the Discord uh, how we uh, how we did on the bull sports. Of your uh, bull sports enthusiasts, please let us know if we uh, gave them a fair shake. And uh, we always appreciate any feedback. So thank you very much. Talk about the ride. 
Welcome to another edition of Wakavania. I'm Wakapail, and if you listen to this close to release, Chasm is 50% off, down to $10 from $20. Unfortunately, I wouldn't recommend it at either price, especially if you are a completionist. If you don't mind missing a few achievements, you might enjoy a dozen hours with it, but unfortunately most achievement hunters will set the difficulty to hard, which will severely hamper their enjoyment of the game. Chasm is a 2D pixel art procedurally generated metroidvania with handcrafted rooms randomly placed each playthrough. It doesn't use all rooms available, which reportedly sometimes makes the zoologist achievement for adding all enemies into the bestiary impossible in some playthroughs due to some monsters not appearing. As a playthrough is roughly 10 hours, this would be demoralizing. There's also a collectible in the optional tutorial area, which you cannot return to after properly starting your adventure. So be sure to grab it before finishing the tutorial, or you'll miss out on the bookworm achievement. The random nature of the game is presented as a selling point, but is honestly its biggest weakness. Instead of a coherent world with balanced and tuned encounters, puzzle and traversal rooms, you end up with a mishmash of sometimes terrible sections between semi-randomly placed save rooms. On high difficulties, Chasm is very punishing. You go down quickly and enemies have plenty of health, making the player not only having to rely on skill, but a large share of patience. Movement is slow and it takes a while to find new traversal upgrades which makes skipping enemies very difficult. The game is so much more fun once you get a double jump, but it is an end game upgrade. Chasm requires plenty of backtracking once you get new abilities, but considering how sprawling, boring, slow paced and incoherent the world is, exploring it is not as fun as it should be, especially on higher difficulties. After completing the game, you unlock mortal mode which enables permadeath. The first playthrough I completed was set to hard which was rough. It's not extremely difficult but very tedious. When I later played it on the easiest difficulty with permadeath enabled for my final achievement it was so much more fun not being forced into drawn out fights with every single enemy in my path. Chasm is worse than the sum of its parts. It controls well, the pixel art is nice, Audio is decent, story is a bit meh, but not bad. The achievement list is okay, barring requiring two playthroughs and the possibilities of some achievements not being unlockable in all playthroughs. Most rooms are okay, but the random nature of the procedurally generated layout can make the world a pain to traverse. Some rooms are just tedious to get through, and if you are unlucky, it is placed in an area you have to revisit many times. The completion took me 18 hours over the span of a year, as I just didn't want to get back to it. Chasm has 20 achievements worth 1000 game score and 2200 TA. Chasm isn't terrible, but it is not good enough to be worth your time, especially if you are a completionist. Have a nice day everyone!